Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another episode. (laughs) We're back with another episode. This week we talked about the movie Vampire Suck. Yes. The Twilight parody movie. It's actually better than I expected. Well, it went from low expectations to better than what our expectations were. It was better than the minimum. Yeah. It was passable. It was, you know, hell. Yeah. I'd watch it again. I would someday, yeah. If I I I had dementia and didn't remember it. You need like a couple weeks to just... Metabolize the information. Yeah, <laughs> you learn. Um, we also did a segment checking in on Donald Trump, just seeing how he's doing. How are you? Bro? I bet he's had a stable couple of months. Yeah. I, I think. I bet he's been meditating. Mm-hmm. And really finding his his true self. Yeah, I think he's really mellowed out. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Getting a getting a, some information on my earpiece. Uh, no, he's been insane. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That. Sorry, I was uh, talking about Donald Trump from. Uh, sorry, we got to redo that segment that we already recorded. Two yeah, hours sorry, ago. we're a different Donald Trump that we were talking about there for a hot second. The second. other one, the the former president, is going crazy. Yeah, sorry, not the one that you were thinking of. Yeah, no, no. Uh, there's timestamps in the description, so you can skip around if you want. If you want to skip a certain part, or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part, follow us out. Or if you just hate my voice, just skip it. Yes, I'll, I'll code. A- <laughs> I'll code an algorithm. A, an algorithm that will skip all of the parts that are Gavin talking. Yeah, it'll just be you talking and then like asking questions. And then I'll be like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And to bounce off of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think the moral there is skip to whatever part you want. Yeah, we can't control you. Yeah. Follow me on social media, not Gavin. Don't follow don't. Gavin anywhere. I see you. Stop it subscribe to my youtube channel i'm working on new stuff i promise uh it won't be out for a, a while quite frankly for a whale a whale yeah a whale. a whale a whale yeah uh subscribe so you don't miss the next episode turn on notifications turn on automatic downloads let's 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 raid mar-a-lago let's raid into this podcast yeah ah! Ah! it's funny because i know a federal project is probably good Anyway. <laughs> you know, now I don't like Elon Musk's smugness. Yeah? I'm just like, fuck you. What, did you like it before? Before, when I thought he was actually revolutionary, I was like, he's, yeah, I guess he's earned it. But now I'm just like... Yeah. I really hate the, like, um, those, like, Bitcoin fuckers who are like... Yo, guys, Tesla isn't a car company. They're a data collection company. Yeah. Except yeah, by that, they mean they're a company in the 21st century. Yes. You can't really be a company anymore How do they make without their money? being a data company. How do they make their money? By selling cars? No. By selling data? No. It's by, by selling, selling car- carbon, carbon taxes. Yeah. Tax- taxes. Selling carbon... Carbon credits. Carbon credit taxes. They sell their taxes. They sell their taxes to other companies or yeah. something. something. I'm an, like I'm, that. An, I'm an economist. <laughs> Dude, um, yeah, it's been great seeing Elon Musk and Donald Trump like going at it. Because like, well, that was like what I wanted to do this checking in segment for. Yeah. So yeah, today we're checking in on Donald Trump. How's he been? I'm I'm sure he's had a can very I, stable I, couple I, of months. Can I run through some stuff? So Whenever sure. I hear like on MSNBC that like oh shitty shit's happening with tr- Trump, I'm like, I'm like yeah of course MSNBC would be saying that. 
But this time it's like, no, no, the Fed is actually has a quarrel with Donald Trump. So what happened was when he left the White House, he took some secret files with him, too. Yeah, I want to get to that. Um, um, can I just do an overview real quick? Sure. So he took some secret files with him, too, and just held on to them. Now, because government is inherently a bureaucracy with with hierarchies and levels in it, they can't just be like, hey, some stuff's missing. Let's just go after Trump. They need actual evidence that Trump has it. Yeah. And they got that evidence, brought it to a fucking federal judge, and was like, hey, can we get a search warrant, please? Mm-hmm. And the judge was like, yeah, there's enough evidence here for us to do a search warrant on Mar-a-Lago. Um, so, yeah, they don't totally just searched Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort, yeah. and now people are pissed. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, <laughs> I wanted to do just a segment checking in on him. Before all of that happened, just because he's had some, like, rabid activity on Truth Social. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Isn't so it his That's social his social media thing? company. That he started because he did so much stochastic stochastic terrorism that Twitter was like, "Can you tone it down a little?" They were like, "Fuck you!" And then he no. was like, "No, I'm gonna do more stochastic terrorism." Yeah. And then they were like, "Okay, well, we're since you're going against our terms of service uh, in this free market, mm -hmm. uh, you're fucking done." Yeah. So he was like, "I'm gonna start my own company," and like I agree with the Twitter ban. Like I don't think. Yeah you're owed a platform by if you're anyone a president, if you're like a former president like by the way a former president is a really fancy way of saying a citizen who used to be president a person who currently no longer has power yeah and politics yeah i just don't think that twitter owes anyone a platform no they're a company like, they're yeah. private yeah i don't see twitter banning people for stuff that was laid out already like the terms of service is what you agree to when you sign up I mean, so if you go against the terms of service especially knowingly you should have to deal with the consequences well, and also and i don't like, i don't see that as silencing someone i see that as just like ceasing to give them a platform exactly my cat's doing something adorable anyway like so, you're not owed a twitter you know but also i think people miss the fact that like twitter can break its own rules because Twitter owns itself. Yeah, and if you don't like that, advocate for Twitter to be nationalized. Yeah, or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I like when people get mad and then, like, Twitter deactivates their account and they just, like, yell into the abyss. Yeah. But, yeah, so <laughs> Donald Trump has had... Um, he's had quite a while to get himself settled on Truth Social, which... It's, I think it's a good middle ground because obviously he shouldn't have a massive platform on Twitter. Yeah. And Truth Social now is like, it's very niche. Like it's just for like, like the yeah. base of his base. It's just for like KKK people. and Yeah. And it allows us to still be treated to the occasional deranged rant. Yeah. Like he, I guess, claimed that the mayor of Washington, D.C. is to blame for January 6th. The thing that he started and that his people oh, did. Oh, you mean the thing that he could have totally called federal troops to the Capitol and stopped? He said, the mayor of Washington, D.C. wants the National Guard to help with the thousands of illegal immigrants coming from the insane open border, which d doesn't exist, um, that are flooding the city, but refused National Guard when it came pr to providing security at the Capitol building for a far larger crowd on January 6th. Figure that one out. Hey, you know, you know who else can call in the National Guard with a lot more power and ability? The fucking president. 
Yeah. And then he followed that up with January 6th is her and Nancy's fault. No, I'm not kidding. Uh, quote, no, I'm not kidding. Unquote. Parentheses. As Joe Biden would say, exclamation point, parentheses. I mean, that, I, like, I, it's, it's, I mean, so, I don't know who Joe Biden is, but apparently that's something he would say. Uh, so, so let me, let me point this out. You, you know, I, I remember like seeing the people on January 6th go into the Capitol, like waving their Nancy Pelosi flags mm-hmm. and, you know, waving their, their National Socialist Party flags um, and waving their Antifa flags. Um, oh, Oh, no, 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 no. No, they were all waving fucking Trump yeah. flags and Confederate army flags. Yeah. Yeah, they have this like dual narrative going on. Yeah. Where January 6th wasn't, it was them, but it wasn't bad. But also, it was Antifa and it was really bad. Somehow they <laughs> no, say love- those two things at the same time. Oh. And I, they just, I think they just hate their base. I think they just think that people that, are on their side aren't smart enough to figure that out well i just love when like a news show goes like to one of these rallies one of these trump rallies and they bring up the talking points right like i think they even wear like maga hats just to kind of blend in not mm-hmm. take anyone off but like they go up and they go like so january 6th where do you where do you land on that um oh there were patriots oh yeah but trump said it was antifa it was it was terrible yeah <laughs> Yeah, I love those videos. I love those like going undercover at a rally videos. Oh, They're dude, great. it's just like you flank their knowledge with like with just the dumb shit that Trump says. Yeah. Yeah, I think I send you a lot of those. They just I don't know what it is. If I they don't. just It's cognitive dissonance, I think. Yeah, part of it is they don't believe in anything and they but just want to like support a team. I think I think the thing that's that's making them trust Trump is is probably their hate for either how their life has gone and the people that they blame for their life going that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And classic so, fascism. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Um, and so for some re- like Trump hit a nerve with them, right? Like a good nerve. They're like, yeah, he's the guy. So yeah, now- he was like, there's a group of people and they're bad and they control the banks and well, know, also some- being, someone should do well, something. Also being powerless and flooding the country. I don't know how that works, but, yeah. um, so he says stuff like that and then says, it's not your fault for the way things are. I'm going to kick out illegal immigrants, even though that won't do anything for you. Yeah. Actually, it will probably make life worse I will, for you. I will deport your gardener. Yeah. And now whenever they hear someone, uh, and, and then also Trump kind of rigged other words like socialism or um, welfare or like government assistance, right? Yeah. So whenever you say, I want to use a welfare system to help people who are struggling. People only hear socialism. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, it, it's led to a, a, a very weird situation where even if you logically explained why you support the left to someone who's on the right, um, they just don't trust you. They just won't trust you and they will never trust you. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is, yeah, it's like you said, it's the, yeah, it's the buzzwords. Yeah. He's like, socialism is when uh bad stuff and these guys are socialists yeah and someone should do something (laughs) who knows you know but they won't believe a person for instance who was um i don't know in a concentration camp during world war ii right yeah they won't believe believe them right it's just weird it's it's 
like half the country is living in some banco crazy world. Yeah. I just said bank in Spanish. But yeah, like with stuff like uh, like how he villainizes like socialism, the vague idea of socialism. Yeah. Or like CRT or like communism. They'll say like, you know, whatever thing that I don't like is communism. But they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah communism is evil. Socialism is, mm-hmm. is evil. CRT is evil. But if you explain what those things are, largely they agree. Yeah. And that's because they don't believe well, in anything. How, they don't they don't like actually have policy positions. Do you remember when um and like I'll get to this later, but now Marjorie Taylor Greene is on the defund the police bandwagon. Yeah. Oh, and I love that too. But I have another point after this point. I love that too when they're for the military and for the police until it's not convenient. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't believe in these institutions. No, they, they be- say that they believe in stuff like the Supreme Court, but they only believe in that as far as it accomplishes their goals yeah they Um, don't actually respect any institution yeah they just see it as a way to you know pass their agenda which fair enough you know i mean i I don't really care about the sanctity of the supreme court but if it does some good stuff that i agree with i'm on board with that yeah but i'm i'm gonna be transparent about that i'm not gonna you know institution and then say like you know i i respect the the sanctity of the court and that's why you can't put liberals on the court and and that's why you can't do that's when the emperor has no clothes it's like i respect the sanctity of the court except for those fucking liberals yeah (laughs) um but But like but when it comes to like let's say there was a liberal majority court conservatives would have no problem packing the court oh yeah exactly they would have no problem with it because it's to pass their agenda yeah which, fair enough but don't hide behind yeah the uh, the oh, whole no, institution this is inevitable but um for instance like when you said that you know when they actually have these things explained to them um and exact without the buzzwords exactly what the means and ends are they mostly agree and that's completely true because when you saw uh bernie sanders go on fox news in front of a crowd yeah. Of like an open crowd because he uses same full with pe- sentences same with and Pete he Buttigieg, says right? what he believes in and he says Making sure that all Americans can have proper health care in a country that has the best health best healthcare in the world. The richest country in the world that yes, has the best. Sprinkle in a little American exceptionalism, say, you know, we got the we have the best, you know, doctors and everything, and we're like number one or whatever, so everyone should have health care. Yeah. The quality of like, care yeah, in America. Fuck yeah, is we got astounding. the best we got the best stuff. It's amazing. Um and even Pete Buttigieg, I think he made a really good point when he was on Fox News once. He one person said, why are you even on Fox News? You're a Democrat, right? And he says, well, mostly because Democrats don't come on Fox News and you probably won't watch anything um, that will even hint at anything more on the left. Yeah. So if we're not even trying to reach out to people on the other side of the, on the, other side of the aisle, then wh- why are we doing this job? Yeah. Right? If we're not even trying to reach out, why, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like how a lot of people see it as like team sports. Yeah, it's kind of because it's team sports, except the team that loses, it still hurts everyone. Yeah. Everyone suffers. Yeah, like, I, I think a lot of um like partisan Republicans and Democrats, like people that are just like fighting for a team that just like the color of the tie. Mm-hmm. Like I think those are just people that were supposed to be sports fans, but like they they didn't grow up watching football. I think I think they tried to flip to the NFL channel and accidentally landed on Fox News. It's just yeah, politics is like sports for nerds. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd say that. 
Um, I just hate the game of politics. I wish it was more trans. Uh, excuse me. I wish it was more transparent. Yeah, but yeah, like, like if you front. if you explain like what you believe, yeah, if you believe in good things, people will listen and they'll agree with you. Well, like if I, you explain why everyone has the right to health care yeah. or higher education, exactly. generally people will agree. As long as you don't use the buzzwords yeah. that like trigger their you know their flight or fight reaction. Well, also when you get like um, I, I this is gonna sound like an oxymoron, but when you get like a honest politician, right? <laughs> Yeah. Hold on, yeah, yeah. I got it. Hold on, I got a sound for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thank you. Thank you. I that's why I mentioned it sounds like, That's why I mentioned it sounds Are You serious? Like, <laughs> that's why I said it sounds like an oxymoron. Yeah. But when you get someone up there who like you can tell that they actually care. Like a Bernie Sanders. Like like kind of like a, like a Bernie Sanders or like even a Pete Buttigieg, right? I think Pete Buttigieg is a bit more pragmatic than Bernie Sanders yeah, is. Yeah, I don't I don't like Buttigieg, but like he's as far as establishment Democrats go, he's not one of the worst ones. I like him a lot, frankly. I actually have a Did I tell you that my dad ran into him at the airport? Wow, that's cool. With a plane? What? And now he's in federal prison. That's so cool. No. Is that why I didn't see him? <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, um, I was gonna. So, I was gonna tell him that he's hot. He, I mean, for as men as Secretary of Transportations go, damn. But, no, I mean your dad. Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. That's a callback. Yeah, <laughs> he. You know, he is the he has the original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did, he ran into the original. He ran into the original. Judge? Yeah. No. Uh, so funny enough, Pete Buttigieg has a house in Traverse City with his husband mm. uh, and children, and so his husband and children live here. And he comes here um, when there isn't like business to do in DC, um, and so he was actually like on the same flight as my dad coming back from someplace. I forget. My dad was coming back from Florida, I think. Okay. And um, my dad was like, "Yeah, I was just sitting down, and there were these two guys in a coat with this smaller guy in the middle. They looked like really good friends. They looked like either really good friends or like they're part of some federal agency." They were kissing. I guess friends do that now. Making out? I don't know, man. They had a child together. I guess friends do that now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it was actually the Secret Service detail meant to escort him home. Um, and so I, he actually, because I voted for Buttigieg during the primary. So I was like, hey, if you can let Buttigieg know that I voted for him in the primaries, I'd really appreciate it. You that. voted for him over Bernie Sanders? Yes. Because I think what... Um... <laughs> I'm going to blow up the city. I know, I know how this goes now. You can only use Seriously? that once before I understand. <laughs> oh shit! I hit the wrong button. Okay. I voted for Pete Buttigieg in the primaries because I thought that, or I still think that his plans for healthcare were more pragmatic than Bernie Sanders. And oh, with his Medicare the- for all who want it thing. Yeah, I mean, just options, right? Yeah, it's, I've it's explained not- why a public option doesn't work, but I can I can I do my rant again? Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So. A uh, public option is less effective than a like a Medicare for all kind of universal system because it's probably going to be a means tested program, right? It's going to be basically rolled into like our welfare system that okay. is constantly under attack. Mm-hmm. What's less under attack is something like public schools, public roads, stuff that we all use. Yeah, but you also don't see like I, I guess. So if you- healthcare is given to everyone, then. The Republicans have a harder time pitting the middle class against the lower classes, saying, you know, these pores are taking your jobs or whatever. They're leeches on the system. They don't go after, like, public roads, um, at least not, you know, so much, um, because we all use public roads. If it was something that only the poor people use, 
then they'd be like, oh, they're leeching off of your tax dollars or whatever. So here's the interesting... And also it would be probably within like a, a private healthcare system, right? It would be competing against all these other... So here's the fun thing about insurance. trying to take down the public option. Here's the fun thing about insurance. This is coming from a pharmacy technician. Um, so at least when it comes to pharmaceuticals, right? And I the same thing kind of applies to hospitals as well. But you can have multiple insurances. It's, it's That's legal. Um, you can have uh, two different insurances that cover um, different things that you need better than each other right so for instance if you are on a beta blocker and a blood pressure medication right sometimes a uh a, a public medicaid right will work better for a blood pressure medication than your private insurance will and then your private insurance will work better for a beta blocker than your uh, public insurance does right so well, working better that's just a matter of what each thing is willing to pay for in terms of billing yes but so that's wouldn't what it be less complicated that's what for everyone is, involved Alex, that's what insurance is though so well listen what i'm saying is wouldn't it be insurance. less complicated for everyone involved if instead of having to go through a private middleman the government would just pay for whatever medication you need well that's yeah i mean so that's what medicaid is yeah Right. So Medicaid right. and Medicare, that's what that is. Yeah. So that um, should be expanded to cover everyone. I, I agree with you, but I also think it should be opt outable. Like you should be able to opt out of it. Okay. Practically, what reason would you have to opt out? If you like your insurance and your. What does that mean? You like your insurance? Some people just don't want to have public insurance. Like, for instance, I have an uncle who um, had. Uh, actually, he's on. So funny enough, he's on. It's the opposite situation, but he's on Medicaid. Um, even though his job offered him private insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is fair. You can do that. Um, I just, I think there should be some repercussions for that if your job offers you insurance, but you can't, it's not feasible to outlaw all medical insurance. You can't, it's not possible. It's nothing, there's nothing illegal about insurance companies. You can regulate it. Um, there are already regulations. Hang on, there's some new stuff I want to make. Oh, cool. Anyway, so I don't. I don't think anyone's really talking about outlawing private. Uh, Bernie insurance. Sanders said he wanted uh, to completely outlaw private insurance. Fair. I mean, I don't think that's entirely fair because um, the I, way I see it, it would be more so that uh, Medicare for all system would make uh, private health care obsolete. Tell me, according to the Constitution, what is illegal about insurance? It's not. I think we're having a different argument. I'm saying that something like Medicare should be expanded so it covers yeah, everyone. Agree. The only necessity for any kind of private insurance would be for whatever the the public system doesn't cover. Well, so I, maybe maybe like elective like cosmetic procedures, oh, yeah. whatever. Well, they already do that. So that's the thing. There are some cosmetic creams, for instance, for like acne and stuff um, that insurance companies sneakily call cosmetic so they won't cover it. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of ridiculous because some people have like cystic acne. Right. It's like it's actually de debilitating. It's painful. Right. And they need like I, I forget exactly what the cream is. So I'm just going to say triamcinolone. I know it's not triamcinolone, but whatever. Um, they get a prescription for a like triamcinolone cream. Right. And then they find out it's like 500 bucks a tube. Yeah. Right. Um, now you can get a coupon for that. That can chip off a little bit. Um, you can try to get a manufacturer coupon, which is usually better, but still, it's it's an issue. Uh, I I I think we inherently agree that it, everything should be cheaper. I just think um, 
we should have a public option with private with private options as well. I don't see the issue with that. The only issue I see, which was brought up to Pete Buttigieg, was um, the idea that some insurance companies won't want to cover people's medications, and so they'll just boot them onto the public option. Yeah, that's another problem with it. Yeah. It overloads the system with mm-hmm. cases like that. Which is why I think um, not so much as, as um, like, making different like insurance is illegal or whatever i think we should um put in more regulations along with an expanded public option okay yeah i i don't really see the necessity for uh ellie well when it comes to like basic medical care like going to the doctor getting checkups getting your medication or whatever i don't see the need or the necessity mm-hmm. for having private insurance if you have a it's, well-funded public system. So it's complicated. So it's kind of to do with business. So a um, a drug manufacturer will have a deal with a insurance company to get uh, medication covered at a certain price at a certain pharmacy, right? That's kind of how that's kind of how the route goes. Um, now, and that's why you would want to have Medicare be able to negotiate drug. Well, prices. yeah, and that's what they're trying to do right now for the for the veterans at least. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I think that's a good idea. Um, Here's the issue, though. There might be some drug manufacturers that simply don't want to be put on a public option, right? Why not? That'll. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's a choice for them. Sometimes it has to do with the branding. They don't want to be associated with like the pores. Um, it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's it's really complicated, and I don't have all the smarts to explain all of it. But the fact of the matter is, a manufacturer can just say, "No, I'm not going to sell my my medication through your public option." And that's the end of the story, right? Um, it used to be, or currently it is, uh, the government goes up to, let's say, the pers- uh, the uh, manufacturer for Eliquis, which is a blood pressure, uh, blood thinner. And they say, we want Eliquis for this price, right? And the drug manufacturer says, well, we have Eliquis for this price. And after that, the debate's done, right? The government mm-hmm. can't say, no, I want that lower, which sucks, but I, you know, I, I'm hoping that will change soon. Yeah. Sorry for what I said was very confusing. No, it's, yeah, I, I realize it's a complicated yeah. industry. That's kind of why I would prefer, like, if I was God King of the world or whatever, mm-hmm. like, if it was, you know, if, if, I, if it was up to me, I would say have Medicare for all at least as a baseline. Yeah. If you want to have, like, an Australian kind of system where you can yeah. get private insurance on top of that, fine. I don't see the need for it, but maybe I'm just missing some important details. Uh, fine. I, well, I don't know what I don't know. To your point, too, like, it is a, it's pretty corrupt. I'm not going to lie about yeah, that. It, there's a lot of business involved where it's just, like, the reason someone can't get a life-saving medication is because um, a company doesn't want to put a dent in their bottom line. Yeah, well, it's a fundamentally corrupt business structure, business model, because the whole point of a private insurance company is to not pay for as much healthcare as possible. Whereas yeah. if you had it run by something like the government where the best interest is serving the public, you know, ideally. Ideally. Well, I mean, government is never ideal, gonna, but ideally their purpose is to serve the people. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to have a a public sector act like a like an insurance company, they're going to act like an insurance company. Sure, I just I like if they're if you I gonna, want the, if the fundamental public... motivation to be different. Yeah. Um where the a government institution fair isn't supposed to be designed to make money, make a profit. Well, then expect it to go a lot slower. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, when there's there's not like like if my choice is either go bankrupt or die or maybe have my treatment be a little slower, but live and not go bankrupt. You're forgetting one option, though. The Second Amendment. Just kill myself? Well, that would be rolled into go bankrupt or die. Yeah, but I mean. With the private. (laughs) <laughs> with the private insurance the record, you either that was a joke. go bankrupt or die or second amendment um yeah if, if the other option was maybe my treatment goes a little slower maybe if i have a less life-threatening illness well, if someone who has a more life-threatening illness goes before me as long as we both are able to live and not go bankrupt i'm fine well with that's that. the interesting thing so for instance in canada um uh, like i appreciate the Canadian healthcare system. I think it's it's a decent system. There are some some issues in terms of how they uh, will cover medical care for like cancer, right? So if you're on the public uh, healthcare system in, in Canada, um, you have to meet certain criteria on a list to get treatment, mm-hmm. right? And if you're missing one of those criteria, then you have to wait till you fit that. So if you have stage one cancer, right, and you want to get that, like maybe it's too big to treat, you know other ways and you need chemo um to get public chemo you have to meet certain criteria and if you don't meet those criteria you need to wait until it gets to stage two right yeah so yeah so i would see a system like that as something to build upon where but there in are that, people in that situation the canadian government you know the the, the public health care health care plan that you're on their goal isn't to make a dollar off of you. They're not. They're exactly. not trying to well, I mean, there is a, make money off of you. There so is their a goal isn't to deny as much care as possible. They're more focused on trying to distribute it in yeah. as efficient or equitable and, a way as possible. Um, I know, see that as more, you know, able to build off of than of course, like a private I mean, system. It's better than nothing. I would agree with that. Um, but there are a lot of diseases that need to meet very specific criteria that are also painful to go through so there are a lot of people as well who are in the canadian healthcare system again yeah so again, I, I would want to make that better again i'm not saying yeah, it's no, perfect of course, yeah it's, it's not but fundamentally but again, the way that it's structured again is, something is better than nothing yeah right completely agree with you on that um i'm gonna adjust your microphone because yeah. you had it like aimed at your yeah. nose something is better than I nothing wanna, i don't want to listen to you again <laughs> breathe snot but uh again they have to to kind of suffer for a Excuse me. They have to suffer for a while until they can get public uh, care, which is unfortunate that they have to do that. But at least they can get public care. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. In and America, a lot of people are in that situation because they can't afford care yeah. and then they just die. Well, you know, uh, one thing I just thought of is it's not rationing unless you have enough money. Right. So it's not necessarily that they're they're rationing health care like they have enough. Yeah, to cover every everyone. every. Uh, Every healthcare system involves some level of rationing. We ration based on income. So if you can afford care, you get it. If you can't afford it, fucking die. Yeah. But, but anyway, in, I, in a more in a public system like that, it's rationed more based on like need or urgency. I'm gonna mute my computer. It keeps going off. When I am president, people just won't like die because they can't afford to live. I I, I yeah. think that's I, fair. No, I think that's fucked. Totally um, think that's fucked. But yeah, yeah. back back to the. <laughs> Back to the Donald this Trump is like a, a detour within a detour so yeah to wrap up my point i just um there was another thing that i was going to say about it but yeah basically I, I i would rather have a medicare for all system and then build on top of that than have a public option because i see it as more vulnerable to right-wing attacks and i i, I see s- it as more easy to defund and gut well 
if you kind of weave it into something like social security, which like, I don't mean like in terms of finance, but in terms of you can't touch social security, it takes an act of Congress. But by God, they're trying. Yeah. It takes an act of Congress to like an amendment to touch social security. Right. If you rolled that into an amendment and not just an act that can be rewritten easily, it, I mean, it could, you can write regulations around it Mm -hmm. so that it's protected. Yeah. Right. So even if someone's saying these poor fucks or whatever, blah, 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 socialism, communism, your mom's house, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. Like my, my step parents are assholes. Like <laughs> yeah. whatever they have to complain about, you know, you, you would have to convince two thirds of Congress, or I think it's, um, yeah, like two thirds of Congress to rewrite that law. Maybe yeah. Three fit. I forget what it is, but it's, you have to convince a lot of people to rewrite, to, to write an amendment yeah. in the constitution. Yeah. Um, so how often would you say you use toll roads? If you're going to compare healthcare to toll roads, um, they're completely different conversations to have. Yeah, ro- healthcare and roads are, and I'm going to sound like a because crazy person one toll here, road doesn't, different. Because one toll road doesn't cost more than another based on how much you weigh. Sure. Right? Or what car you drive. Sure. Yeah. So, like, like I get what you're, I understand what you're getting Well, the comparison at. that I was going to make is that you know, why would you going back to like the public versus private, like why would you want private insurance if it covers the same stuff as uh, public insurance? Why would you spend probably a lot of money to dr- to take a road somewhere when there's a public road right next to it? Well, that's also because there are certain criteria, like there are some pretty stringent criteria to get on Medicaid if you're not 65, Right. Um, which, so if, for those of you who don't know, well, to get on Medicare is to, so, you have to be 65. Exactly. So for those of you who don't know, just going to lay this out. Um, Medicaid is for people who are low income. Medicare is for people who are 65 and over. Um, both of which, and I, I really hate when people bag on like Medicaid. You are entitled to Medicaid if you are under a certain, uh, income bracket. Yeah. You are entitled. You pay taxes toward Medicaid. So anyone who's like, oh, you fucking poor they pay taxes into Medicaid. Yeah. Okay. End of story. Um, but y- you don't see uh, people switching from, let's say, private insurance to Medicaid when they make enough money. Um, more so- also. Um, well, that's because Medicaid is like, a, in a sense, it's like a public option that only exists to cover the bare minimum for the poorest of the society. Poorest of the poorest, which is what a public option would be. We're eating poor. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that that's a bad thing. I, that's just a So I would rather phrase. have a well-funded Medicare for all system mm-hmm. that covers everyone. Yeah. Because if the rich people are using it too, or they at least have it as a baseline, mm-hmm. it's less hard to convince people that it's good to gut the system. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you're but missing... Like, like, I, hang on, I'm going to the, open the dryer so that yeah. it's not beeping every yeah, 15 it's, minutes. Yeah, it's beeping. I don't know if the mics are picking it up, but I definitely am. Now, I don't know if Mr. Moneybags over here is going to relate, but um, I actually grew up in sort of like a a weird income bracket mm-hmm. where like my family wasn't so poor to get onto something like Medicaid. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't make enough money to afford private insurance. Of course. Yeah. So I just didn't have insurance for a big mm-hmm. part of my life until I moved out. And now I'm poor enough to be on Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Are you on Medicaid right now? Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, bad for my uh, bank account, but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, for my overall health. Mm-hmm. 
So, and I, I know, like, I'm not alone yeah. being in that situation. Completely, I understand. So, I would rather have a system that covers everyone so it mm-hmm. catches those people that Completely. fall into the gaps yeah. than something like a public option, which, by virtue of being, quote-unquote, for the poor, is, one, underfunded, and, yeah. two, means-tested. Yeah. So, a lot of people that can't afford private insur- insurance are just thrown onto, or just fucking thrown to the curb. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to like try to virtue signal or, or anything, but, um, I mean, no, I, I know with this house, you're not on Medicaid. No, we're not. Um, I'm not, I'm still on my parents' insurance, but my dad has a, a decent job and, uh, I, I'm thankful for the resources. I'm very aware of the resources that I have at my dis- disposal. I just want to mention that. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, my I'm parents- still waiting on my million dollar poorer than you stipend. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm l- very lucky because my college education is basically paid for, right? Yeah. I don't have to, like, my parents have that covered. Um, I plan after I'm out of college to, like, join the military, <laughs> join the Navy, um, and uh, get my master's degree through the military. In, like, a Top Gun kind of way or, like, a village people no, kind of way? No, I want to be, like, a lawyer. Okay. Like, a military lawyer, um, which, if you're on a ship, most of it is just marital stuff. Um, and, like, if your wife has a child... Like how you're gonna deal with taxes, yeah, yada yada yada. So uh, you know, I I think that would be interesting. A lot of stuff can change between here then, uh, between then and there. But um, my question was more about what kind of music you're gonna listen to on the boat. Am I right? Oh yeah, right, totally. Uh, you listen the, to Kenny Loggins, the village or, uh, people in the where Navy. can you find pleasure? Search the world for treasure. Learn science, technology in the Navy. <laughs> in the Navy. <laughs> Oh, dude, I already have this, like, no, I don't have a thing against gay people or anything. They're they're great. Um, that's a great way to start a that's sentence. That's awesome, right? Um, but a lot of people, uh, like, I probably mentioned this earlier on the show, but a lot of people, um, like, keep on thinking that I'm gay, and so now it's like a, like a... That like, is a very uh, well-established piece of lore. Yeah. So now I'm, like, I'm, like, constantly suspicious that people think that I'm gay. And now I'm thinking about joining the Navy. <laughs> Right, like, come on, you you're doing nothing to help yourself. I'm really not. You really are not. I also like the Village People. They're a good band. They are. I also like Doja Cat. Yeah, hey, I think everyone is that a likes straight Doja guy Cat. thing? Can like can straight guys like Doja Cat? Well, she's hot, so she has that you know going like, towards her in the straight like category. It's good stuff. Yeah, I don't know what well, she's the- saying, but. The the say so emote in Fortnite is it's, it's kind of fruity. Um, but like um, da, 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 give it to me, yeah. What is that one? I don't know. Da, 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 give it to me, yeah. da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't know what I she's think, saying. I think these are the words. I'm gonna blow up the city. Yeah, blow up the city. Give it to me, yeah. I'm gonna blow up. The I think city. it's called get get into it, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's Doji Cat. Anyway, good luck in the Navy. Thanks. I again, that's two years away right now. So make sure you guard your corn cornhole in there. My lawyer corn cornhole. Yeah, in there. Yeah. Anyway, Donald Trump has been a. Uh, oh yeah, that he's been wild on Truth Social. Um, he also, <laughs> um, he also did some trash talk against Joe Biden after he got COVID. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, by the way, the president got COVID. Twice, actually. Twice? Ta- okay, so technically, so the medication he took, it's not uncommon for people to have rebound cases. 
So you take it, the it doesn't take out all the virus, and so it comes back up in your system. I wonder who paid for that medication. I wonder if it was, a, it was private or you if know, it was the it, fucking government because he's the president. You know, turns out if you convince 50, 51% of the population that you should be president and they vote for you, it entitles you to health care. Man, if only you could have health care just by virtue of being a freaking human with medical needs. No, you have to win an election first! And... <laughs> You know, if I if I ever get cancer or something like that, I'm instead of shelling out for medical care, I'm just gonna run for president because it'll probably be cheaper. No, yeah, uh, actually, if you can just get then, like a big business loan and yeah, and then I'll just I'll get the bare minimum human rights through being the most powerful person in in the free world. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, being Elon Musk, we have a great functioning system. Yeah. Anyway. Um, can this I is... also mention, according to the Washington Post, Attorney General Merrick Garland asked, uh, asks judge to unseal search warrant for Trump's Florida home uh, defense, Dude, awesome. and defends FBI against attack. That's great. Single-handedly. Yeah, he was there single-handedly with a baton and his <laughs> kung fu powers, Merrick Garland. <laughs> he threw off, up his shields. Beating off them Trump supporters, not in the sexual way, but in the <laughs> kung fu way. Dude, I, I'm a I'm a MAGA patriot. I'm gonna go beat him off. <laughs> remember that one? Remember that one meme where the dude's like they're driving the dude's pissed, and he goes, he comes up to the window and he's like, "Come out, come out, princess, come out!" And he goes, "I'm gonna beat your dick right into the ground. <laughs> I can beat your great. dick into the ground all day." That's and the great. dude is like super calm, and he's just like, "It's a little gay, isn't it?" <laughs> and it's funny because anyway. the dude is like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, you you won that one." But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is from at real Donald Trump via Truth Social. Quote Joe Biden. I'm not going to try to do the voice. It's, can I, I can try. Yeah, try it. I don't have it in front of me, though. Pull up the sh fucking show notes. notes. All right, I'm going to start it. Just jump Your in whenever artist, you want. Truth Social. Here we go. Hang on. A oh, I'm going on his website. You. You don't have to click the link. I have it copy pasted right there. Joe Biden's second bout of COVID, sometimes referred to as the China virus. Was he keeps sadly, aiming the microphone like at his nose. It's was, good. It's good where it is. Don't touch it. Was sadly misdiagnosed by his doctor. He instead has... Oh, fuck you. He instead <laughs> has dementia, but is happily recovering well. Joe is thinking of moving part-time to one of those beautiful Wisconsin nursing homes where almost 100%, 100% people of the residents miraculously and for the first time in history had the strength and energy to vote even those who vote who vote even if though shutting down <laughs> rebooting even if those votes were cast illegally get well soon Joe. that was weirdly wholesome yeah is it just me or that just was the last part weirdly whole like if you ignore the vicious attacks like i feel like like if you took out most of it yeah <laughs> and it, if like you if only you, looked at the words get like, well soon joe um if you took if you stopped it at the comma after china virus see what i mean when i say i miss donald trump i miss donald trump being on twitter here can i make i this? don't like that he has a platform still but i love being able to read his thoughts um can i can i make this wholesome real quick sure joe biden's second bout of covid joe Some biden is sexy no Joe Biden's second bout of COVID, sometimes referred to as the China virus, 
Uh, get well soon, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that's sure. That's a lot better. Like forty percent of the rest of it. Still kept in the China virus thing. Yeah, I mean, no, that's that's great. I he's yeah. still going. He's still calling it the China virus, which I guess points for commitment. I mean, I guess we called it the Spanish flu forever. Yeah, it's kind of messed up that we still call it that. Yeah, but like nowadays, it's like it's not like not like a. a th- a mean thing it's just like oh that's what they called it but i don't have anything against because we got it from those dirty spaniards yeah like it's no they're cool (laughs) they're all right um yeah i just i love this trash talk like if it wasn't people that are running the world like if this was like pro wrestling yeah dude donald trump would be if he wasn't in the body that he is in Mm -hmm. he would be such a great pro wrestler he was on WWE a couple times. Yeah, I, I saw those. Yeah. He I tackled just, the head of WWE and shaved his head. I feel... <laughs> Vince, Mc, Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Fuck him. I hate that guy. He's kind of a dick. He's yeah. awful. He's terrible. He's terrible. If you, I think John Oliver did a segment on him. Really? Terrible guy. Yeah, no, awful. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad dude. Bad, bad, bad. Um, bad, bad, bad. But yeah, bad. I just... I can imagine like a different timeline where instead of becoming... Uh, failed businessman Donald Trump went into pro wrestling. Yeah, and he just dominated. But he wouldn't change his name; it'd just be Donald Trump. Yeah, he'd still, uh, and I imagine he'd still have a steady diet Why of like I, McDonald's. I just and imagine drugs. him with like a like a painted on like mask, like The Incredibles, right? <laughs> yeah, basically completely naked except for a red speedo with like a lightning bolt at the penis area. He'd have a, a King Henry cod piece. Yes. Yeah. And a, a blue cape. He'd basically be Zeus from Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah. But he would still have a big gut. Like Zeus and Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yes. Yes. Dude, um, Thor, Love, and Thunder, if you don't see it for any other reason, just watch it for Russell Crowe as Zeus. It's great. He does what he claims is a Greek accent. But it's... <laughs> it's just him talking funny. <laughs> It's like when most people talk in an Italian accent. Yeah. Like they don't they don't talk like this. Uh, they don't. They don't talk like that. Yeah, they don't talk like Mario. Yeah. I actually saw this um TikTok that I watched on YouTube as a part of a TikTok compilation because I'm that kind of guy. Um That's like three levels of decay. Right. Totally. <laughs> it's like I'm eating rotten flesh TikTok. Um <laughs> so this Italian lady is just like, it's not spaghetti, it's it's spaghetti. It's not uh, rigatoni. It's arigatoni, right? And this they add like five extra syllables. Oh, right. And then like this English girl's like, okay, I get you. I understand what you're saying, but I can't go into a restaurant and say hello. I'd really like the arigatoni. <laughs> yeah. I like they look at me funny because I eat in England. Yeah. Right? I can't go to Italy and say that. They look at me funny. They'd be like, what you do? You mean beans and toast? You mean beans, toast, and ketchup? Yeah. Fish and chips. Fish and chips. Wait, which vinegar. I mean fucking fries. Dude, vinegar and fries is actually fucking awesome. Is it? It's really good. Like, imagine- can imagine that, actually. No, 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 because it's, you know, salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. It's that, but potato-ier. Yeah. But more meaty. Yeah. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. And it doesn't like- I hate how how well meaty fits with that. Right? As a, as a descriptor. Great. You know what I love? When you give someone a high five and it makes like a nice, like, right? Yeah, let's see if we can- uh... That was oh, that right. was that wasn't. Hold on, that was that. It was the same thing, but the uh, other side. No, that was. 
Ouch, you're that hurting was me. Probably the best we could get. Um, but when you get a nice one that like resonates a click through oh, the yeah. entire room, mm-hmm. I call that being crispy. It's very crispy. I'm gonna come. Yeah, no, sometimes I do. Sometimes yeah. I do. I go and I'm like oh. <laughs> That reminds me, I wanted to add a sound. Bear with me. Bear with Rills. me. There is a bear next to me. Bear with me. That's <laughs> what he meant to say. <laughs> I just want to see a video of Joe Biden saying I'm having a stroke and the Secret Service update, people I had to update him. my sound pads. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! This is me when I do a good high five. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to Minnesota and Ohio and Michigan. I remember... What? I was going to foot him... Uh, foot, foot, me. <laughs> what is it? Turn it up. I can't hear it. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to foot him... Uh, foot, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> okay, I do want to say... Wait, 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 wait. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Especially during the Trump administration, I feel like. What rules, you sons of bitches? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to get my no, button pushing out of my system. Like, I remember when Trump left NATO and like all of Europe was like, what? And then America was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, anyway, uh, back to this Truth Social post. I, I don't want to get too sidetracked. I, I love this trash talk. Frankly, it's kind of scary. Frankly, I wish the Democrats could get this good at trash I just, talk. You know, every president, like instead of having like a, like a PR guy, they need to have one like comedian from like SNL. Yeah. Right. One comedian who's like, you know, what would be really funny to say, you know, I don't I'm not a comedian. So. Well, like, yeah, I wish we had like a trash talker yeah. in office that could do good things that could do like, like I yeah. wish. We had like a Bernie Sanders when it came when it came to policy, but a Donald Trump when it came to just absolute decimating trash talk. But yeah. instead we have this. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Ah! Gavin reached across and pushed pushed my buttons. Oh. Oh. Welcome to Bold of You to Say where we push each other's buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Bold of You to Say after dark. Oh dude, we love pushing each other's buttons. Ah! <laughs> it's weird how fitting that is for like everything. Yeah. Point exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Anyway, I want to talk a little bit about Donald Trump's feud with Elon Musk. I think I, I brought it up I earlier. I pulled up that story. Um, what, ha- what happened? So, like, they've had, like, a history of, like, you know, referencing each other, being like, yeah, this guy's cool or whatever. You know, Elon Musk is, you know, here and there, he's been like, hey, I maybe we shouldn't deport all Muslims and... You know, maybe it was a bad idea to get out of the Paris Climate Agreement. But overall, Donald Trump was like, yeah, electric cars. And Elon Musk was like, yeah, free speech or whatever. Mm -hmm. But Elon Musk was uh, he was asked about who we would support in like the next election. And he was like, yeah, I've never voted for a a Republican before, but I'm thinking maybe Ron DeSantis in the uh, the next election. Which, that's a whole other can of worms. We can do a whole episode on why Ron DeSantis is bad. Oh, at least... Let's just... Let's put a pin in that oh, for now. Oh, no. Okay? Gavin's face is imploding right now. He's doing like... the opposite of this. 
Um, so, uh, Donald Trump's response, um, actually, here's a video of it, actually. Uh, here we go. Here's the I video. Here's what he said. Uncle Ben, what happened? Fuck, I just pressed a random button not knowing what happened, but this, this is, is what he said. What rules, you sons of bitches? Anyway. Another one of our highest priorities under a Republican Congress will be to stop left-wing censorship and to restore free speech in America. Unless it's against us. And go out, yeah. by the way, while I'm here and sign up now for Truth Social. It's hot as a pistol. And you see that? I pull that one right. It's Leans. hot as a pistol. I'll tell you what. Elon. That. Elon. Elon. by Twitter. Where did you hear that before? From me. From a fake account. She says fake. A lot of them. Nah, he's got himself a mess. You know, he said the other day. Oh, okay, I look. Donald Trump has a lot of brain rot. We've all seen it. But on a good day, Donald Trump, in, like in this video, he has such a, a mastery over just manipulating a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I want that. I want that for us. Well, actually, I was... I was talking to someone yesterday about like why well, no, we, we can get in. I want to finish okay. this clip. Sorry. No, you're, I, good. I didn't... No, you're good. No, it's fine. I've never voted for a Republican. I let said, me, I didn't know that. He told me he voted. For... You hear that before from me, from a fake account. She says fake. A lot of them. Nah, he's got himself a mess. You know, he said the other day, oh, I've never voted for a Republican. I said, I didn't know that. He told me he voted for me. So he's another bullshit artist, but he's not going to be buying it. He's not going to be buying it, although he might later. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? He's got a pretty rotten contract. I looked at his contract. Not a good contract. Yeah, that's, that's great. And then they're so they're like going back and forth, having this like middle school fight. He's like, Leon, Elon Musk. Elon. It's like he's, Elon. Not, it's like he's not even pronunciating. He's saying <laughs> Musk. Elon Musk. Said he wasn't, he didn't vote for Republican. That's not what he told me. That's not what he told me. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, folks. Capitalist folks. And then Elon Musk replied to that saying, I don't hate the man, but it's time for Trump to hang up his hat and sail into the sunset. Dems should also call off the attack. Don't make it so that that Trump's only way is to survive, to survive is to regain the presidency, whatever. I don't know what he's saying with that second part. But yeah, he's, he's like saying like, just float yourself down the river. Yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I was talking to someone yesterday about why I think Trump was really effective in rural areas. Yeah. I think it's to do with the fact that in rural areas, they actually have to talk to one another and make a relationship with one another. Yeah. To get work done. Cause usually these rural areas are like farm areas where they need like, like tools and tractors. And, and I might be talking from ignorance as well. I've never been a farmer. Um, yeah, I'm but, not. A farmer myself, but I did grow up in a rural area, so yeah. I can talk to that a little bit. Is is that accurate? Like, they actually have to talk to one another and, like... There is definitely a lot more, like, like direct communication between people. Like, but not anything formal. Like, it's just, like, like you're just talk, having a... Like, just talking to them. Well, like, a lot of times it'll be, like, for example, it's, like, instead of, like, taking your car to a shop, you'd be like, yeah, I know a buddy that can fix up my yeah, car. exactly. So, I think the monologue that Trump goes on in rural areas makes them trust him more because it's more like a conversation than a speech yeah because he talks like a person he's not like my fellow americans wait hang on 
Wait, where's the da 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 da? Oh yeah, let me let me. It's on it's on another page. Dude, it has more. Oh, sexy. Okay, go for it. My fellow Americans, I believe in things and stuff. And I mark. I watched down to first down to Wall Street, and I was like, cut it out. You know, speaking about uh, Wall my Street. buddy Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Um, I love it when people, um, like, especially on, when I was still on TikTok, I loved people who idolized the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, because they don't get it. They don't get that. He's a bad person. Dude, the guy from Wolf of Wall Street he's is on famous. TikTok. Yeah, he's now famous. He's completely yeah. famous. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. 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 yeah! <laughs> I can do a pretty good imitation of that, can't I? Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> So I think having that like monologue slash conversation with a crowd that he had was very effective in rural areas yeah. rather than getting up there and trying to look prim and proper. Yeah. Where like Bernie Sanders had a similar thing where he yeah. spoke to people's material needs. Yeah. Donald Trump just like excited them on like a personal level. Exactly. He, yeah. Talk to them on a personal level. Um, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that's not the end of the feud. Uh, Donald Trump fired back on Truth Social, uh, posting he can't a picture be on Twitter because he can't be on Twitter. Um, he posted a picture of <laughs> this very. Looking at it in this moment, I am noticing that it looks like Donald Trump sitting with a cardboard cutout of Elon Musk. Uh, if you want to take a look at that, that looks like a that looks like a cardboard cutout. He, he looks like a fake person. That does not look like really Elon Musk. Yeah. Have you noticed how fat Elon Musk has gotten? Yeah. Not like fat, fat. Like he looks like swollen. Well, hang on. Hang on. I saw there was that picture of him like at the beach. Anyway, that that's beside the hang point. On, I just have to bring up. One we can thing. touch on that a l- in, a, in a second. He's 51 years old. Yeah. He's, that's a dad bod, guys. You can't be 51 years old with that haircut. No. <laughs> you shouldn't me. Yeah. So he anyway. Ate an infant's pituitary gland to get that. Yeah. Trump fired back. Uh, he said... When Elon Musk came to the White House asking me for help on all of his many subsidized projects, whether it's his electric cars that don't drive long enough, driverless cars that crash, or rocket ships to nowhere, without which subsidies he'd be worthless, and telling me how he was a big Trump fan and a Republican, I could have said drop to your knees and beg, and he would have done it. Then he followed that up with... Now Elon should be focused should focus on getting himself out of the Twitter mess because he could owe forty four billion dollars for something that's perhaps worthless. Also, lots of competition for electric cars. That's okay. Coming from a businessman, here's the thing. I love this feud so much. Coming from a businessman, I love them the attacking thing. each other. For business, competition is good. I, at least yeah. for the economy. For the economy, competition is here's, good. Here's what I have to say about. Uh, here's here's what I have to say about competition. Guess what? It grows the economy. Benefits everybody. Hurts nobody. <laughs> so um, this is me when there's competition. Well, the, you know, and I like that specifically. It fits that situation because it's like it's it's like a scream. Like I'm enthusiastic and ready to fuck you up. It sounds like he's Joe Biden's hype man when you play it like directly after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually watched uh, Biden's speech about the getting veterans um, like health coverage for burn pits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually like it's the first speech I watched from Biden where I was like, 
wow, I actually am enjoying this speech because he like he took the time to point out the specific people involved and thanked them personally. This is my reaction. Ah! Is dead now. You killed it. My bad. Yeah, it was your bad. Anyway, he pointed out all the people involved. He had all the congressmen and women who uh, voted for it stand up. Not sorry, I shouldn't say that because there's only a handful. Hey, of stand up! Hey, oh, bl- bless your heart. Bless your heart. No, uh, yeah, but he just like mentioned like, hey, we pulled through. I know there were some hiccups, but we got Democrats and Republicans to work together. At the end of the day, this is me when Democrats and Republicans work together. Nice cop. I can't wait until Gen Z starts getting into politics, and it's, it's going to be, be like it's going to be like. Um, uh, the vote on uh, referendum one has passed. Nice, come. <laughs> it's gonna be like that, dude. This is this is this is me when there's society. We live in a society. I believe that. I do believe that. Yeah. We, I mean, irrefutably. I got that we from Obi Wan Kenobi. You know why? When he killed General Grievous with a blaster rifle, and you can see like he shoots him, and he gets out, he like crawls up the thing. And he's walking to General Grievous to get his lightsaber back. Or, or to get something. I think it was like a souvenir or whatever. And he looks at the blaster in disgust and he goes... I think he was getting his... Whatever. I don't know. He was getting matter. his penis. I don't know. And he goes, so uncivilized. And I believe that. Okay. We live in a society. Yeah. We live in a society. Thank, thank you, Jared Leto. Can you, believe, can you believe that we actually get Jared Leto to come into the studio every time, every time we need him oh, to say that? Fly men. Yep. Oh, hey, 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 Jared, get back here. I need you to get real close to the mic. Yep, and say we live in a society. We live in a society. All right, thank you. You can go. Oh, actually, uh, hey, Jared, come here. Nice, come. That's that's, uh, Jared Leto saying that to me. Okay, cool. Okay, come up to the mic. Cool, hang on. Nice, come. Not that, Jared. We live in a society. Thank you. He can leave now. Oh, you need me to unlock the shackles? Yeah, hang on. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I love this feud. I hope that they tear each other down further. It's I great. don't. I love it. I don't. I just, I love seeing people that I personally don't like uh, just ruin each other. I love it. You love to see it. Oh, I thought for some reason it was Joe Biden shooting back, but it's actually Elon. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Joe Biden cool. or uh, Elon Musk versus Donald Trump. I don't know why I had it in my mind that Joe Biden was like, "You need to float down a river." <laughs> you, well, what did he say? You um, you, you, need to, dog, you need to dog faced. You lion. He said he lion dog faced. Here's what he said. Soldier. America is a nation. That can- no, that's the wrong one. I have so many Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> right, it's a gem. Lying dog face pony soldier. Lying dog face pony soldier. Yeah, he said uh, it's time for Trump to hang up his hat and sail into the sunset. Yeah, just fucking like, put yourself in a box and float down the river, old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I love to see it. It's great. Next Trump moment, uh, I have. I think I mentioned this last episode last week, but as part of the January 6th uh, investigation, they released the full uncut footage of his speech the next day. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't he like... Can Did I, you listen to it yet? Uh, I I remember seeing clips on the news. Okay, so we're going to get the live reaction. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday 
And to those who broke the law, you will pay. You do not represent our movement. You do not represent our country. And if you broke the law, you can't say that. I'm not going to — I already said you will pay. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defied the seat of dust. It's defiled, right? See, I can't see it very well. Okay, I'll, I'll do this. I'm going to do this. Let's go. But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say — He said, I don't want to Congress say the election's over. The results without saying the election's over, okay? But Congress is certified. Now Congress is Yeah, certified. right. Now Congress is I didn't say over, so let, let me see. Go, go to the paragraph before. Okay. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. I just wanted to get to that part. There's more uh, link in description and all that. But the day after he sent his people to the Capitol yeah. and they rioted because they didn't think that the election was over the next day. That, in his wait, speech, that was, that's January, supposed to, was that January 5th? This was the day after January 6th. Oh, okay. This, so this was his response to the attack at the Capitol. Okay. And he said, I don't want to in say response the election to is, this, yeah. Hmm? In, in, yeah, in response to this event happening where his people didn't want the election to be over, he said, I don't want to say that the election's over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is bad for like, him. It's sad because I'm not surprised. Yeah, I just don't want the takeaway because I, I know how, for example, late night shows operate with stuff like this. They'll take the yesterday's a hard word for me thing mm -hmm. and they'll run with that. Meanwhile, he's like doing fascism. Meanwhile, he's like, Saying everything except coup d'etat. Yeah. Like, yeah, all it takes to get, like, real, like, like, real stuff off of you is to just do something goofy. Well, it's funny. If you say, like, hey, maybe we should uh, do whatever to this group or something. Oh, yesterday's a hard word for me. Everyone will focus on the yesterday's a hard word for me thing. Well, I remember, because, um, I mean, the last time we had, like, a riot this big was wasn't it in like georgia or something um it uh which one you mean like the, the unite the right thing no it was not it was like uh for the for democrats or not for democrats but it was um oh god trump said it was like oh antifa is starting riots and some i forget what state it was in but uh maybe it was wisconsin maybe it was that one where I don't know. They always say that Antifa is like burning down well, cities, yeah. but it's not happening. But it was because there was a an, like another cop shot another black person, and people got really pissed. Like yeah, they should, shit. right? And they had a riot. There's a whole riot about it, and the police had to uh, had to use like force to get these people to get off the streets. It's really it's really sad and unfortunate because one, I don't want people to get shot by police, and two, I don't want people to riot. And three, I don't want people to be forced off the street because they're rioting. Right? Yeah, well, the, yeah, the police make it worse when, like, so, like, here's the course of events. The police use excessive force on someone, mm -hmm. then people get mad, and they protest. Yeah. And then the police, again, use excessive force yeah. to try to, but like, here's the funny thing. dissolve this protest. Here's the funny thing. And by funny, I mean kind of, like, sad. So, in that situation, they used excessive force, right, to get people off the streets. Mm-hmm. And they were shooting people and they were gassing people. And then on January 6th, 
You just see a group of people, a group doing, of white people. Yeah, doing terrorism. Doing literally. Saying hang Mike Pence. Saying hang Mike, Mike Pence, beating up police officers, right? And in my mind, I'm thinking, get the National Guard and make this a fucking bloodbath. Yeah, do Shoot something. them. Shoot them. Like, you I don't, can't just do that. You know what happens when you go to the Capitol when you're not supposed to be at the Capitol? They fucking shoot you. Yeah, I I generally don't believe in police brutality, but like I especially don't believe in one-sided police brutality. Like, listen, I'm not when it's only done and, against you know the left. In a perfect world, I'd prefer no one to get shot. Yeah, I'm not saying I wanted but like if people are going to get shot, to get sh- you know what shot. I mean. I just want people to be treated equally here. Yeah. Right. It's sad. It's really sad. Well, looking at like the response versus the threat, the mm-hmm. threat in like a leftist protest is like maybe like some property damage. Yeah. And the response is like, send in a fucking you'd think helicopter. that they're doing 9-11. Yeah. Send in a helicopter with like, uh, what is it? Orange. Send in the Vietnam. fucking National Guard. Send in the Terminators. S- put Get in a tank napalm. in here. And then the response to an actual insurrection at the Capitol is like, Hey, we gotta stand. We gotta stand by and just let get these them people, as many batons as you let can. Let them get it out of their system. Hey, maybe they can kill one of us. You guys you know? have some Mountain Dew. Maybe that will calm maybe, them down. What if we? What if we gave them? What if we baked them cookies? Yeah, 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 yeah. What if we what sucked if, their dicks? What if we like started a little like a little bonfire? Right. Um, oh, what if we it. had a lit pathway going it, right, right to, into the Senate? right to Nancy Pelosi's office? Yeah. What if we gave them AOC's head on a platter? Yeah. Hey, AOC, we need you dead. Real quick. Just hey, get- can you kill yourself real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if like you get the like chief of security at like the Capitol? Like, what what are their demands? They want to hang Mike Pence and they also want all the Democrats dead. Oh no, what are we gonna do about that? Hey, free speech. I mean, free We're speech. We're gonna let him have it. Um I mean, I guess we could do the AOC thing. Uh, yeah, tell know. them our de- tell them the best we can do is we can give Mike Pence a paper cut and we can have AOC kill herself. Oh, oh, they want more? They want, they're not going to settle? Okay, I guess we'll just give them what they want. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And it's weird how coercive the Secret Service was to get Mike Pence out of the Capitol. What do you mean? So the whole reason that they kind of like eventually had to bring down the mob was because you can't like have the vice president die in a riot. Right. Right? Because that's like, come on, no. Yeah. And so what they it wanted- would, It would be the opposite of, it would be the opposite of this. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, (laughs) I think what they discovered in the January 6th council or committee um, is that the Secret Service um, was ordered by the White House, not by Trump per se, but by the White House. They don't know who made this order to get Mike Pence out Mm -hmm. so that they can clear everyone out, right? Clear every all the politicians out. Yeah. And Mike Pence uh, said, quote unquote, I'm not leaving this fucking building. Did he want to die or something? Well, he, because at least Mike Pence has like an atom of, of like, we live in a society. Yeah. He, he said, we live in a society. Exactly. And he saw this for what it was. Yeah. Which was an insurrection, a, a coup d'etat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as and, someone who's planned many a coup d'etat. As someone who planned many a coup d'etat. Um, and so the Secret Service were trying to coerce him into getting in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, or like getting the car, go to the White House, right? Yeah. Um, and he's like, I'm not, no, I'm not leaving until the votes are, are ratified. I'm not leaving. We're not leaving. So either get this shit on lockdown or I'm not leaving. Yeah. Right? And that's what happened. I just, like, I just remember 
when that one lady, she was at a, a door, she was trying to like break in and the cop was like, stop or I'm going to shoot you. And she yeah. kept going. She's like, I'm a white lady. <laughs> I'm white. I actually, I actually have uh, footage of the, uh, the police at the Capitol on January 6th. Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. Did you know that you have rights? The Constitution says you do. They said, did you know that you have rights? Get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in there, you scamp. <laughs> but, Get it out of your system. But um, um, Kill some politicians. But literally, he was like, stop like hitting us and punching us or I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. And she's like, no. So he shot her in the head and she died. And it's funny because, not funny, it's not funny, but it's kind of it's sad. But her family was like, we hate Trump because she didn't radicalize herself. Like, yeah. Trump ordered her to go to the Capitol, so she did. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to take over the Capitol. So, yeah. I, I, when I say it's funny, I mean, like, like, in situa- like situationally, it's ironic. Yeah. Well, yeah, because these are the, like, back the blue people. Yeah. This is the same crowd that's like, hey, look, if you don't get on your knees and suck off our hero officers, you're Antifa. Yeah. You're literally doing CRT and communism. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like, th- this is what I mean. They don't believe in anything. Except for what Trump says. They don't believe in anything except for furthering their agenda, which fine, whatever. But don't hide behind these institutions when you don't really care about them or once they it, stop being on your side. You know, I think they actually do care. It's just they don't care when it's not in their favor. So they don't care. They're, yeah. Well, I mean, they care until it's not. So they don't really care. They just care about getting what they want done. And they see the institution as a in the means to get that done. Of them thinking about the police and keeping law and order in their minds and what they view as law and order, they care until it's like, yeah, we're going to certify the election for the guy that you despise. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. They don't care about the institution. They only care about its place in getting their agenda. I think it's passed. just virtue signaling. Like, yeah, 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 it's virtue signaling. They virtue signal about caring about the police, but when the police do something that they don't like. Mm-hmm. Like the FBI raiding uh, Trump's home and, you know, going after him for his crimes. Yeah. Then it's like, well, you know, we got to defund the FBI more on that later. Before we get to that, I do have another. This this is a funny one. This is a nice, lighthearted one. This one doesn't have any repercussions on real people's lives. It's it's just a funny thing that Donald Trump did. Um, And I have a. This, this tweet that I have linked that I'm looking at right now uh, is how I first found out about this. But uh, here, let me just uh, let me walk you through. So this is four screenshots uh, from Twitter. Uh, there's a screenshot of a Donald Trump post on Truth Social saying, I will be endorsing in the great state of Missouri Republican race, parentheses, nomination, parentheses, for Senate sometime today. And then... Uh, This guy on Twitter quote tweeted and said, the truly chaotic move here would be for Trump to endorse to just endorse Eric and let the voters figure it out. Uh, Then the Daily Beast tweeted on Monday evening, Donald Trump issued an endorsement in the in the hotly contested Republican Missouri Senate race. Quote, Eric has my complete and total endorsement. End quote. The only issue is two candidates are named Eric. So which one is he endorsing? Next screenshot. Eric Greetens <laughs> tweets, I'm honored to receive P- President Trump's endorsement. From the beginning, I've been the true MAGA champion fighting against the rhino establishment backing Schmidt. President Trump said it best when he characterized Schmidt's campaign as, quote, greatly dishonest or great dishonesty in politics. 
next screenshot is a tweet from Eric Schmidt. Endorsement, President Trump. I'm grateful for President Trump's endorsement as the only America first candidate who has actually fought. Oh, they're for both on the and- right. Yeah, these oh! are. this is the Republican primary. Oh! As the only America first candidate who has actually fought for election integrity, border security, and against the left's indoctrination of our kids, I'll take that fight to the Senate to save America. Incredible. Oh, my God. I Incredible. love this. And then we got an article from Vanity Fair, link in description. I don't think Trump actually fucking cares about these elections. Here's the thing. I think they're like, Donald, which one do you want to endorse? Eric Schmidt or this? What's the other guy? Eric. Okay. Do you want to endorse endorse Eric Schmidt or Eric Greetson? Now it gets better, actually. Oh, my God. Um, But anyway, I got some information from this vanity fair article trump endorses eric for senate everything you need to know this is a good breakdown of the situation did he actually but mean here's, his son here's no here's the thing so trump endorsed eric, eric. whoever that is <laughs> two candidates named eric claimed the nominee or claimed the endorsement and then there's a third eric running in the same race who did not claim the, right. the endorsement there's there are three eric's running now here's, uh, all right, you tell me your headcanon, then I'll tell you my headcanon. Okay, so I think someone came up to him and was like, hey, for this Missouri Senate race, um, who do you want to, which, which one do you want to endorse? We have Eric Schmidt, Eric, and Eric Greeston, uh, which are the two main running people, and, mm-hmm. and Trump said, I don't fucking care, just make sure a Republican wins, and they go, oh, okay, so they just said Eric. Yeah, I it feels it like out. an episode of TV. yeah. And so then this debacle happens, but really I don't think Trump cares because they're both like pro-Trump. Yeah. Yeah. They're both like rabid MAGA people. Yeah. So like what difference does it make? Exactly. Um, here's my headcanon. Here's what I think the situation is. So there's three Eric's. Trump endorses Eric. And then two of them claim it. One doesn't. I think the true endorsement is for the one that didn't claim it, a la Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Is that his name? Hmm? Is that his name? What? A la? Who's that? No. A la Willy Wonka. Like, like as, like, like a la, like. A la Huakbar? No. So A space L-A. A the? No. I, okay, so I've confused Gavin. So, <laughs> no, what I mean is like, the one that didn't endorse that that didn't claim the endorsement, I think he is the one that will get the real endorsement. Oh, like in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I see. How it's the one kid that I've never heard that saying before, though. It's the one kid that doesn't like freak out in the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. The one kid that doesn't like dip his hands into the Chocolate River or whatever. It's funny that ends like, up winning the factory. Willy Wonka just explicitly told them not to do those things. Yeah. He basically laid out like, hey, "Listen, I brought this is designed five to kill every one of you except one of you. You will die if you don't do exactly what's laid out in the tour." And then four out of the five kids were like, "I am going to drink this entire chocolate river." <laughs> and then there was one kid that was like, "Kind of, I'm kind of shy. I don't want to break any rules. I don't want to get in trouble. So I'm just gonna keep my hands to myself." Mm-hmm. And then Willy Wonka was like. This kid needs to run my fucking factory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like how this kid, uh, by virtue of not drinking from the chocolate r- river, knows how to run a business. Yeah. 
This kid who has never filed taxes. This kid who has never uh, managed payroll. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Great. Yeah. 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 That's great. That's a great story. I I think more uh, races should be be done like that. (sighs) Be like, I endorse Eric. Fucking let the whatever. Actually, I just remembered. um, (laughs) Trump did respond. Let me find it in this article. I think it's uh, in this. What if he's just like, I like all of them. They're all cool with me. Yeah. So this is so the structure of this article is great. I don't want to fucking subscribe. Oh, it's trying to make me uh, trying to make me log in. Oh, they want me to subscribe. Oh, to Truth Social. No, to Vanity Fair. Oh. Yeah, I hate it when they do That's that. It's kind of vain, don't you think? It is. I hate it when they... Uh, I recognize the pun. Um, uh, no, I hate it when websites do that. When they're like, hey... They give you like a little sentence and like, dot, hey, dot, dot. read me. Read my articles. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, I'll read your articles. You and know, then they're like, <laughs> fuck you. You've, you've read too many articles. You, Pay up. You know what? I love that. And then I'm like... My my response isn't like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna give them five dollars. My response is I go to a different website. Yeah. But anyway, what I wanted to read from that was basically did the Trump team clarify which Eric? And their response was, I think the endorsement speaks for itself. I love it. I love this it. This is great. They did not. They they did comment, but they didn't clarify. They said. Um, the voters will figure it out. (laughs) This is Trump saying, I don't fucking care. It's Missouri. Yeah. Is it a swing state? Then it doesn't matter. Yeah. I thought you meant like Eric Trump, like he endorsed his son for Missouri. Yeah. The guy who's not even running. Make him a write-in candidate. Make my son Eric. (laughs) Yeah. Your state senator. The guy who looks like he's melted. Yeah. The guy that looks like a wax figure. Dude, it's funny because you know his their sister had like all the hot friends. Yeah. Right? And they were like, hi, hi, how are ya? Like little gremlins. Yeah. Like little fucking like half butter face melted gremlins. Yeah. Right? And they're like, hi, you want to get in my pants? And she was like, no, they don't. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. They don't care that y- you are rich technically. Anyway, uh... So this is the final bit of news about Trump uh, for now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this doesn't age poorly. Hopefully, uh, you know, this wraps it up nicely. But Trump's home uh, in Mar-a-Lago was raided by the FBI. Yes. Supposedly they're going after um, some classified documents that he may or may not have there. Uh, apparently he was known for just like not giving a shit about classified documents. He'd like put him in the toilet or whatever. He would like right on a napkin and be like oops is this classified then he'd eat it he actually that, ate a fucking... that might be an exaggerated story that i made up I just mean, now shit, but i want a video like of that's this. along the lines of what i don't did. care what's written on the napkin i just want to see him consume a napkin yeah um but yeah so generally he didn't really care about classified documents so i i fully i buy it that he would have documents at his home well here's the funny thing a lot of people were like why didn't you just let him know this is why I wanted to get to that. This is why the FBI doesn't sometimes let people know that they're going to be raiding someone's house. One. Hey, 
hey, we're coming to raid you. Make sure you shred all your incriminating documents. If Well, sometimes if they trust the person, like if they're known to be trustworthy, they'll say, hey, we're coming by this day, this yeah, time. Yeah, they got the vibes. They come and get your documents, yeah. right? That, and sometimes it's just mistaken, right? Like there are a lot of paper documents that a person in a high position can get, right? And it's hard. It's sometimes hard to like figure out which paper physical documents you have to give up yeah. and give back, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes they'll be like, hey, you actually have this document that's classified. We're going to come by and pick it up from you. And it's like, oh, yeah, cool. So when they don't trust someone to not either hand off the document to someone else someone or who has a series, information. Someone who has a series of investigations pending on them right now or someone that is known to shred documents or someone that is yeah. a known criminal. Mm-hmm. They do a raid without telling you. Actually, they told the Secret Service. Yeah, the they Secret Service was Secret like, Service. right this way, sir. They were like, hey, Secret Service, just so you don't panic and shoot everyone, the FBI's coming by to raid. Uh, Which especially makes sense because I heard they were in plain clothes. The yeah. FBI. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. They just walk on in, waltz on in? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. It's awesome. It's great. I don't <laughs> know why, but I imagine them wearing like sweater vests. Oh yeah, like sweater vests. Dressing like they're going to a, a golf hat. course. Yeah. Um yeah, but um now the Trump people are mad for no good reason. Like this had to go from the FBI to Merrick Garland. Yeah. And then to a fucking federal judge. Mm-hmm. And if the judge was like, well, have you haven't looked into all possible possibilities, he would deny it. But he was like, no, that's right. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, this is like a bureaucracy. This isn't the kind of thing that could just be done on a whim yeah. to like silence your political enemies or whatever. Yeah. Like there is like paperwork that like, needs to be done. For instance, like this is part of the reason it was like signed off by Merrick Garland and not Joe Biden. Like, yeah, Joe Biden didn't know this was hands going were, on. Hands were, hands were off with the he, executive. He found out the same time that we did. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love separation of powers because Biden had no idea this was happening. Yeah. Maybe some people in the executive branch were informed, but they'd never told the president. Yeah. It's just, it's wild. And now, like, Trump's mad because he's been caught with it. He's not mad. He's sorry. He's not sorry. He's sorry he got caught. Yeah. He's not mad. He's mad that he got caught. Yeah. The main thing that I want to focus on is the reaction to this because yeah. it has been developing in weird ways. Mm-hmm. Like, Republicans are doing, like, weird, like, enlightened centrism shit where they're like, well, if they're going after Trump for this, who why could, not Hillary Clinton? Is yeah, why not? They did an <laughs> the investigation, that, bro. Yeah, the one that they keep like going to is Hunter Biden for some reason. Which, by the way, it's kind of telling, like how just safe Joe Biden is by the fact that they can't go after him; they have to go to his son. Yeah, like Trump does a series of crimes, and then they're like. Well, Hunter Biden did drugs. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's cool as shit. Yeah, man. He's, <laughs> he he had some good shit, man. Like yeah. it was like that's you know why people get addicted because it's good shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I don't know like I want to hang out with Hunter Biden. He seems he's probably a douche, but like I know he can party. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, it, it does not reflect on Joe Biden at all. Yeah. Well, I like it because um, they're like, what was he doing in Ukraine? And they're like, why is that relevant? 
Yeah, they gave like he some, was a private citizen. Whatever, some oil company gave him Ukraine. a nothing job so they can get favor with his dad or fucking whatever. That's that's standard shit. And then a I mean, war go happens. after go after him for corruption, but like don't treat it like like they're they're acting like children. Where really? Like if you really the Republicans are acting like children, you think? Like Trump pushed huh. a kid uh, on the playground, and then he gets in trouble, and he's like. Yeah, well, Billy over here is fucking eating wood chips. And they're like, okay, we're going to take care of Billy. That is very bad for his digestion. And not your but business. But right now, in this moment, you can't push kids. Mm-hmm. That's bad. And also, do you know why they didn't have to do a raid on Hillary Clinton's house? Because there were emails. Yeah. They were on the web. Yeah. She just had to bring her computer to the FBI. Yeah. And her phone. Yeah. Because it's state property. Yeah, well, it's weird because, like, I sort of agree with what they're saying. Also, she was secretary of state, so, like... Yeah, well, I I sort of agree with what they're saying, right? Like, yeah, sure, corruption is corruption. Crimes are crimes. Investigate all of it. But where my takeaway is, yeah, let's do more of this. They're like, well, we should just not prosecute any crimes. You see, the reason they didn't... Part of the reason they didn't raid... Hillary Clinton's house is one because it was on the internet. The other part was because they trusted her to give the information over. Yeah. Because she was Secretary of State at the time. Yeah. Right? So Trump is a former president who is known to ask people for loyalty so he can do illegal shit. Think about it, though. If Donald Trump can get raided, is no one safe from the consequences of their own actions anymore? I haven't done anything wrong. I don't expect to get... <laughs> They're like, well, who else could they go after now? I don't know. People that commit crimes? Yeah. <laughs> people who's... Any other president who takes documents? Like, I don't know why they're trying to make this out like it's some issue for anyone that isn't the president. It's great. It's great. I love it. It's great. I love it. I think more former presidents should get raided just for fun. <laughs> just for training. like just Just like, I don't know, just... Just cause. Yeah. I think it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just hope that um, Trump is scared shitless. Yeah. Because he might, like, if they find shitty shit, like, like, oh, here's a document that says that he wants his supporters to kill everyone in Congress. Yeah. Well, there's, like, at any given moment, there's, like, 15 crimes that Trump is actively doing that you could get him for. Yeah. But for some reason, they go after him for, like, the weakest shit. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. What did they impeach him for? Um, abuse of power for the first time. The second time was for January 6th. Okay. Yeah. And- but both times they didn't have support in the Senate to remove him from office. And he, it's funny because like he was a couple days from like a, like a month or so from being thrown out of office and replaced with Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, if you get a majority vote in your cabinet to be thrown out of office, yeah. you can be thrown out of office. Most of his cabinet had resigned after January 6th. Oh. So they didn't have enough people yeah to kick him out yeah because no one wanted to give the vote to kick him out yeah well like from day one you could get him for the emoluments clause where like some saudi higher-ups would come then have, stay at a trump still hotel have to get it through senate through the senate but that's like a more concrete thing yeah like and then like the, the senate other shit that they went no after for it's like it can be interpreted or whatever, but this is like some solid shit. Like just for one example, where like Saudi people would come spend uh, extravagant amounts of money at a Trump hotel. And then like the next day they would have a a new like deal, Mm -hmm. whatever. 
like get them for like concrete stuff like that. I hope this is something concrete that they can actually get them for. I hope they find um at least find evidence that like like January 6th stuff was planned. Yeah. And then say, "Yeah, that's illegal. You need to go to federal prison. You yeah. literally planned a, a coup d'etat on the United States, which yeah. is sedition." Yeah. Um I want to bring up Marjorie Taylor Greene's response. Uh, I hate so, her. Tell me what you make of this. Uh, but she says, quote, I've talked a lot about the Civil War and the GOP, and I lean and I lean into it because America needs fearless and effective Republicans to finally put America first. Last night's tyr- tyrannical FBI raid at, at MAR is unifying us in ways I haven't seen. In January, we take on the enemy within. So, like, January 6th, too? Like, January what is she 6th, saying here? January 6th to Electric Boogaloo? Like, the long awaited sequel? Like, what is this? What is she saying? Is she literally like incriminating herself and saying, hey, we should do Jan- January 6th, that thing that was Antifa and bad, but also us and good? Okay, what? Let's do it again. What? The, how does that make any sense? Is she saying, do January 6th, the thing that we didn't do, but also we did do and it was good? Is she saying, do that again? I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. But here's what I find funny about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, hang on, let me... Everything? Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you going to bring up when she said that we should be Christian nationalists? Um, no. Um, let's see. Hold on. While you're pulling that up, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. I'll, I'll, play some, uh, I'll play some hold music. From Baby Take a Bow, turns all so, in one amazing DVD collection hold on, hold on. at the Before most that. incredible price. Before that, Haley. So Haley's in Florida right now. Yeah, and oh, she no. told me that uh, there's someone running for state representative in Florida named Griff Griffiths. That's funny. <laughs> I like that. It's That's great. a great name. I love that. I love it. Anyway, so, carry on. Um, I'm still pulling up some information, but um, my point was she represents a relatively small district in Georgia. Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, the 14th yeah. district of Georgia. She got 31,000 votes. Mm-hmm. Like less than 100,000. Like in Michigan, it's... I think, That's more than I got. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out, like, re- compared to people like AOC, how many voices do, do they represent? Yeah. Right? I'm pretty sure AOC has more voices than Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I'm yeah. trying to figure that out. Is she... Uh... Senator or representative? Uh, representative. Okay. He's in the in the house. Yeah. Um, of representatives. Ah! I kill you. Um. Yeah. So, uh, she then went on to say, "Defund the FBI!" All caps! Exclamation mark. So, I think I touched on this earlier, but you can make a conservative believe whatever you want just by like presenting it in the right way oh shit dude like yeah i agree defund the fbi defund the police let's get rid of all of these like deep state intelligence agencies like do we need all these agencies just to like kill martin luther king and do Mm -hmm. venezuelan coups by the way the the fbi um what are you looking at he's looking intently at something the number of votes different different people have got so like what I'm trying to point out is that, like, even though Marjorie Taylor Greene is fucking off her rocker, the amount of, like, she has an equal vote in, in the House, right? Yeah. Um, but she only represents 31,000 people. Mm-hmm. 
but with like people like uh wait is, is um Nancy Pelosi she's in the house right not senate yeah she is the speaker of the house <laughs> wow I feel dumb um I knew that too I don't know why I asked you that but she got like on the order of magnitude of like a million people mm-hmm. like if we're looking at this in terms of how many people actually voted total like yeah come on doesn't even hold a candle yeah yeah that's just another example of how the people that claim to be a silent minority are just the loudest or the silent silent majority are just a very loud minority but yeah uh i agree marjorie we should defund the fbi you are so correct uh fuck it let's do it but like you know what i mean they like believe like good things sometimes for terrible reasons yeah it's like when we talked about whatever senator that was going after Disney for like the copyright purposes. Sorry, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, so for the general election of U.S. House New York District 14, which is AOC, mm-hmm. she got 152,661 votes. So that's like a million times what Marjorie Taylor Greene got. Prox, I mean, more approximately than 10 million. More than 100%. Like that's multiples of 100% more. Like a billion than times. Yeah. She got eight. 89 billion votes. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, uh, Democratic Party, U.S. House, New York. 14, uh, what is this one? General election for U.S. House, New York. Okay. So, yeah, I think we've established she did not get that many votes compared to other Like, objectively. Objectively, yeah. AOC has more voices behind her yeah. than uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. But, yeah, so. I think even some Republicans are like, this bitch crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude, she is like straight up. Remember when she said some shit about like the Jews and then they were like, hey, no, Marjorie. No, Stop, 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 They stop. were like, Marjorie, you can't, you can't say that about the Jews. You can't say that they run the banks. It's not true and don't say it. And Trump said he loves the Jews. <laughs> in fact, he says that some people think that the J in his name stands for Jewish. Did he say that? He actually did. Oh, let's put a I, pin in that. Let's revisit that later. But then, so after... Marjorie Taylor Greene says some shit about the Jews. They're like, hey, can you just not do that? And like to like repair your public image, can you just go to this Holocaust memorial? Yeah. And just like say that you like learned some shit or whatever. Then she did. And she came back and she was like, yeah, I had no idea it was like that. Fucking. Like, did you did you I, not did you learn not... about the Holocaust? Okay. There was a, an event called World War Two. Yeah. What did you think that was? Oh, a nice guy named Adolf Hitler. Really just wanted to make Germany better. You wanted oh, to actually, make Germany great again. Actually, I have a song for this. Germany was having trouble. What a sad, sad story. Needed now new leader to restore its former glory. Where, oh, where was he? Where could that man be? We looked around and then we found the man for you and me. I'm going to blow up the city. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's great. Anyway. Uh, I totally botched Nancy Pelosi's name, but anyway, I think I was saying, um, yeah, you can get just by like doing different framing Mm -hmm. and like setting up the circumstances differently. You can get conservatives to be on board with anything. Yeah. Like when you say defund the police, they're like, no, those are our heroes, soldiers out there and they're defending democracy or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then when you say, let's just say the FBI was to raid, uh, Donald Trump's home. And, you know, because he committed crimes and he mm-hmm. seized documents, um, then you can get them to say defund the FBI. Yeah. And like, yeah, Fine, let's do it. 
Like the FBI has historically been horrible. Yeah. Uh, don't believe me. Google. If you just not even, I was going to say Google COINTELPRO Martin Luther King. Uh, if you just Google FBI Martin Luther King, I did this last night. The first three results, and I only looked at the first three, but three mm-hmm. out of the first three results are about how the, the FBI tried to get at Martin Luther King to kill himself. Yeah. I read the letter. It is it's wild. fucked up. Yeah, they were like, you're a dirty animal, you're a sexual deviant, and the only thing that you can do to save yourself is to fucking die. Yeah. So, yeah, defund the FBI. I'm, I'm on board with that. Um, so Nancy, Pelosi, they might have had him killed. Who knows? Nancy Pelosi got one hundred thirty-three thousand, yeah, one hundred ninety-eight votes. Yeah, yeah, she has a higher power level. I mean, they have the equal vote in the House, but their voice—the voices that they represent—it's yeah. It sounds scary to realize that she that Marjorie Taylor Greene only got thirty-one thousand votes. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't represent a relative lot of, to their population. A lot of people, relatively. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sorry then, to sorry to to derail that. Yeah, no problem. Um, and then I have, as the final note for this, uh, and I have an article from Business Insider, but a lot of publications have written about this. Uh, so in 2018, Donald Trump signed into law uh, something that was supposed to go after Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. saying basically if you like, if you do, if you improperly handle classified documents, he basically made it a harder punishment. Yeah. And... What's he doing now? He's doing exactly that. It's astounding, isn't it? It's like when you're playing Pokemon, when you Pokemon go to the polls, and it's like your you. Pokemon hurt itself in confusion. <laughs> he hurt himself in his confusion. Yeah, no, essentially. Yeah. Um, he, they don't believe in anything. They only believe in getting their shit done, which fine, whatever. Well, and this is what's funny. So when Democrats were mad because Trump was changing a bunch of rules, right, about like to just to get shit passed, right, I was thinking, yeah, that's shitty, but let's wait and see what happens, right? Yeah. Here's my philosophy when it comes to like giving people power in politics, right? I don't want to give someone power that I wouldn't want my adversary to have. Sure. Right. Yeah. Because that power sticks around regardless of who's in who's in office. Right. So, like now that Trump has like pushed the envelope with what he can do with power and whatnot, it's biting him in the ass now. Yeah. Right. So you either you have to admit that you're a fucking hypocrite or that you're corrupt. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. You love to Great. see it. Love to see it. Yeah. 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 If I were president, hang on. Can you pull up the da 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 da. Our president would limit the power of the president so I can be lazy, but also so that Congress actually has to be efficient and work together to figure things out. Here's here's my uh, presidential plan. I'm gonna come. I agree with that too. Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm gonna blow up the city. Well, if you're on antidepressants, um, you can't. Oh, hang on. When you think, when you think to yourself, I'm gonna come. You don't. And then you end up wanting to. I'm gonna blow up the city. Yeah, this is this is how I feel about it. We live in a society. Yes. This is this is me when I make um when I make a drug that makes your dick hard uh, to counteract antidepressants. Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. No, Did it's not an issue with plumbing. Rights? It's an issue the with. Constitution says you the do. Finale. 
Okay, well, whatever. What? This is me when I make your dick work. Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. <laughs> Did you know that you have rights? The Constitution says you. That's deal. actually what I say when I orgasm. Funny enough. Oh, cool. We live in a society. You know, we have rights. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, this is this is what I feel about our democratic system. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him. Uh, foot, foot, <laughs> me. You know, man, poor kids are just. Or sorry, black kids are just as smart as poor. Wait, poor kids are just, just as, as bright as and just as talented kids. as white kids. As white. Oh, it's a gem. It's a anyway, gem. Anyway, let's wrap up this segment. It's a it is, gem. We have recorded for nearly two hours. This is going to have to be cut down a lot. <laughs> we watched a movie, didn't we? We watched. Hold on. I want to. I want to wrap up our segment because. We've talked about a lot of news. We talk about a lot of news. There's a lot of stuff there. And the takeaway, it, oh, I didn't even talk about Steven Crowder's reaction. Oh, God. Dude, Steven what, Crowder what had a, he like cried. He like cried on his show. And like, <gasps> what? hold on, let me. That's funny. I don't, I, I don't want to try to find it right now, but I, I've seen like a few, like, like RM Brown did a reaction mm-hmm. to his segment Hassan did a segment reacting to his segment so generally what what Crowder was saying was like he was doing the whole like oh who else who who's is no one is no one safe like he's doing that and then he had a what I think is a more interesting reaction where he was like yeah this is civil war this is a civil war is happening not that I'm saying that you should do anything you know saying we should do any violence but like hey this is there's war about to happen but not that i'm not that i'm anyone should do any violence but like hey someone should do something i mean not violently but like you know vote someone should do, take their gun and bring it to speaker pelosi's we should, house we should and peace wave at her nicely vote to hang my i'm pence. joking i, I mean, don't actually mean that i want to let you know that satire do not actually do that yeah don't, don't actually do that. though yeah. For real though. Like Steven Crowder was he was well, first of all, he said, Look, look, I'm upset. Okay, I'm upset about what happened. And if you have kids, they shouldn't be watching this show. And let them watch tomorrow when we go back to our normal segments just making fun of Asian people. Yeah, because that's fine. Yeah. When we do blackface, it's okay for kids to watch. Yeah. Otherwise. But when I say I'm pissed at the FBI, that's that's too much. When I say I'm pissed at the FBI for legally getting back documents that the president stole from the White House. Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe. Yeah. We don't. I mean, that's all that we know about. There yeah. could be more. Mm-hmm. Like he's being investigated for a, a number lot of, of things. Yeah. So. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, anyway. Yeah. My overall takeaway is like, is this your guy? Is this. Is this your guy? Is Come this on. the hill that you're willing to, to die, die on? My on. my takeaway is that like it's it's not anything new or controversial to say these are fascists. These are fascists that we're talking. No. The people that are like so pro-Trump that they're willing to go against the fucking FBI. Yeah. Like these people are they're fascists. They're sycophants. I just so like it it just shows how irrational their mm-hmm. thought process is. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot going on up there. This no. is all coming from the heart, yeah. right? So, like, they're so irrational that they're staking everything on this this one guy. And, like, you'd think that uh, if the conservative movement was rational, which, like, some of them are. And mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a good way. Like, 
bad people can be rational. Mm-hmm. The rational ones are jumping on the Ron DeSantis bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. Another guy who's very bad. Mm-hmm. But they're going they're they're jumping off of the Trump train. Mm-hmm. They're going onto the Ron DeSantis bandwagon and then they're like this guy is respectable and he's electable and he's delectable. And and we're going to Ron DeSantis is kind of ugly. He is ugly. Yeah, he's very ugly. And he has bad policies, which is some would say worse. And he has a really high pitched like not that this is a reason you shouldn't vote for the person you want to vote for, but his his voice sounds like this. But like so his the voice listen, I just think I went too far. Yeah. That's what he sounds like. Yeah. But yeah, the rational ones are are going with him because he's he's gonna do the same things. He's just gonna be more polite about it. Yeah. Um he still has terrible policies, but like yeah, I it's interesting what we are witnessing because it's it's like we're watching <laughs> You know, it's like I we're just, watching an entire ideology collapse in I, real time. I just really want to go back in time to like 1998 and go to like like go to some top like FBI federal whatever guy. Be like, I just want to go back to 1998 and buy 15 sealed copies of Pokemon Red and then <laughs> and then flip them today. Yeah, um, that'll that be too. my retirement fund. But I want to go back in time and be like. Listen, something bad is going to happen in approximately 24 years or not 20. Yeah. 22 years. Right. Was gold still valuable in 1998? It's always been valuable. But like, like the gold standard was it valuable. I don't know. Look it up. Whatever. So but here's, I go here's my plan. I'm going to go, go back there. to 1998. I'm, I'm like, hey, kid, I'll give you this bar of gold for your gold for your shiny Charizard. <laughs> because that, that Charizard too. will be worth more. Oh, is there a crease? Never mind. I don't want the crease in the corner. You have one that's not marked. Oh, you have a, a sealed, uh, shiny Charizard that is worth nothing now because of the of the way that markets are. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. You and don't want a it. Bunch of gold. You don't like Charizard? Okay, I'll take it off your hands. Yeah. Um, I want to go to some. You're like, the dollar. <laughs> I want to go up to some like high up committee and be like, listen, something's going to happen in 22 years. You need to be prepared for it. On January 6th, 2020, this is what's going to happen. And it's going to take our nation to the brink. They're going to be like, and they're like who are was... you going to orchestrate an attack on the country? No, they're like... And then they would tackle you and kill you. Right. But then they'd be like, wow, what kind of man could... What kind of man could, like, orchestrate <laughs> such a terrible event? No, no, no. No, no, no. And they'll, like, throw names at me, too, because they have, like, ideas. Like, was it, was it Bill Clinton? No, no. I, you know, that one guy... Who's president in 1985? <laughs> Oh, that's it's Ronald Reagan. The actor. <laughs> no, they'll be like, was it, is it Clinton? No, no, it's not. It's not Clinton. God, you know that one senator with the funny name Obama? Maybe him. Is it him? No, no, it's not him. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. Have you ever seen, have you seen the show The Apprentice? Are you familiar with Trump steaks? Are you familiar? It's that guy. No, are you familiar with the show The Apprentice? <laughs> Wait, what? So, the, a contestant from The Apprentice? <laughs> wow, that Donald Trump sure is a great businessman. No, he taught someone no, how to overthrow no, the country. Gonna like, and they're going to be like, they're going to be like, wow, one of the contestants? No. No. One of the producers? N- no. One of the funders? <laughs> N- no. Uh, the bus driver who drives them from the janitor, the janitor, it just goes down. They keep listing people who yeah. are smarter than Donald Trump. Yeah. And <laughs> they keep I, listing people who are better business people right? than Donald Trump. No, no, and that's the thing. They're going to laugh me out of Congress. Yeah. Because I'm going to be like, okay, I'll, Yo, give, you the, I'll give you the first name, right? 
and because I know how they're going to react. This already. guy came here from the '60s, but he said that he's from the future because you're wearing the Volkswagen exactly. That's an old car. It's, you said you're from the future. Look at the shirt. It says made in Taiwan. We don't make shit in Taiwan yet. Um, no, and I'll be like, I'll be, I'll be like, I'll give you the first name. Donald. And Duck? you'll see the faces in the room. I have to go, what? who's Donald? A guy in a Donald Duck costume from Don- Disneyland? <laughs> one- Another person who is smarter than Donald Trump? No, and then like you'll have half the people like, you have half the people like, no. Gleason? No, you'll have half the people be like, no. And you'll have half the people be like, no way. No. Get this guy out Get of here. Get this guy out of here. Who let this dude in? Get him out. Get him out of here. And then you'll have half the people like, I'm out. I'm, I'm not listening to this anymore. And I'll yeah. be like, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> it's, it's Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. If there, if somehow any like Trumpsters are watching and they're, they've made it this far. Just like, is this really your guy? Like, is this your guy? Buddy, I'm not asking only because I disagree with Trump on most, if not everything, because like, I care about you. I care about you. I like really ideology do. aside, is this your guy? Come on, Because there are other people that are saying the same stuff that are way less politically toxic. And savvy. Like, they can talk their way out of people something that bad that they said. aren't actively under investigation. Yeah. A lot better. A lot better people. Like, I don't mean to be, like, coaching them on how to do fascism. Yeah. But, like, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, don't stake it all on this guy who is bad and awful. Yeah. Not just personally, but also at what he does. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Look at my cat, though. He'd, he'd be a better businessman. I'd vote for him. For he'd person. be a better businessman than Donald Trump. Yeah. He'd just go... And they'd be like, exactly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Oh, I got to grab my notebook. Okay. I got to take a I shit. Got my I'll be right physical back. notes. All right. I'll play us. I'll play us out. <laughs> we want journey. We want journey. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, that was real? Yeah. No, no. Wait, you didn't know that that was a real. I thought thing? it was like in one word, and they cut it, and then like, fuck. I mean, what word would that be a part of? It sounds like he said, "I'm gonna foot him in a blender or something like that." America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we watched a movie we this week. Watched a movie. Uh, so this is this resulted because uh, if you didn't listen last week, uh, the movie that we uh, agreed on that Gavin suggested was Avatar, like the Blue People. Good movie. Uh, we talked about it last episode. Definitely. I still knew a lot from when I was obsessed with Avatar. So yeah, it was watch it then listen to last week's episode. Conversation. Um, but yeah, somehow Gavin got vampires suck from that. <laughs> then he watched it, so we were like, "Fucking like, I guess that's the movie for next week." Yeah. So I watched it last night and um, surprisingly good, right? Surprisingly good. Surprisingly really good. I didn't expect it to actually be funny. Yeah. And it actually like hits the mark. Yeah. Like it is like a decent like Twilight satire. Which like I expected it to be bad because I didn't think that it would be possible to effectively parody something that is already so ridiculous yeah. like twilight 
I feel like it's the kind of series that it is ridiculous and it kind of knows what it is. Yeah. And like, like Twilight's really... the epitome of like the emperor has no clothes. Yeah. You can't be ironically funnier than something that is already <laughs> unironically so ridiculous. <laughs> but like, I, I think overall this movie does a good job of, you know, being funny, making mm-hmm. fun of Twilight. And another thing is like, this was made like, the same year like this came out the same year as the second movie this was like at the height of the of the hype for the franchise this was like back when it was cool to hate twilight yeah yeah right so you'd think and now that it's this just would, funny now yeah. all the fans are like eh, that was kind of dumb yeah but what is this movie about yeah <laughs> it's like really funny i think this movie came out too early uh, yeah maybe i think um, we should really make this catch on again we should like yeah come on we should make this come back yeah, we should do like an updated version it's with so less funny. homophobia, less fart jokes. I mean, I didn't mind the fart jokes. Yeah, because I—that's I, my comedy. But um, <laughs> so it's I want to point out the homophobia. It's yeah, that's true. I want to point out one thing that was kind of funny. They um, they made a Wizard of Waverly Place joke, and the the dad from the from the that dad show is and in the best this friend. Movie. They have like two people from the cast of Wizards of Waverly Place in this movie. So the uh, well, she was Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah, she was the best friend from That's So Raven. From... Was she in? Wizards no, she was in Wizards of Waverly Place. Okay, too. let me let me look that up. Actually, I could have sworn. Could have sworn. I know that she was. She was the friend from That's So Raven. But let me let me look her up because, like, I could see it. Yeah. I don't know if that's her, but I could see it. Also, David Lewis has like a really nice smile. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. He's a th- I like him. He like he actually pulls off balding. He does. Yeah, he he, he played a good dad. Um, no, she wasn't in Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, she never was mind. just in That's So Raven. Okay. Well, I'm wrong. Anyway. Anyway. Did like- you know, while we're on the cast, um, by the way, uh, Diedrich Bader uh, plays the dad. He's great. I love him and everything. He's <laughs> awesome, awesome actor. Um, <laughs> when we get to the gags, I want to I wanna talk more about him. Um, but... Matt Lanter, who plays Edward. Mm-hmm. Do you know what else he's in? Uh, Star Wars. Yeah, he voices Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's awesome. So I he's like it. a good actor. He's a really like, great this is a voice good actor. actor and actor. Yeah, he is great in this. He he feels actually more like a like a horror like yeah. inhuman vampire. Yeah, than for sure. than the vampires in the original like mm-hmm. Twilight movies. I like when he <laughs> like I especially note let me see if I can find the shot actually because I noticed it when he is in her room and she like sees him there and he's like you're dreaming or whatever like mm-hmm. the way it was lit and everything the camera placement like dude that looked like a horror shot yeah he yeah. looked like a vampire yeah not like a handsome pale man <laughs> I think it's in the eyes especially uh, yeah they really like pasted on like it's very boom like it's it's like worse makeup, but yeah. that makes it like better mm-hmm. because they look less human. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on, let me. I'm pulling up the. I'm pulling it up. I also like how um uh fucking Becca Crane or the actress uh, Jen Prusky Pros- Pr- Prosky, yeah. um she like pulls off the bad acting like yeah. really well. Like you, she's Dude, acting like, as a bad actor. She's a yeah, she's a great it's actor. Great, I love it. She is great in this. Like uh, she perfectly pulls off like the same vibe that Chris, that Kristen Stewart was doing. Yeah, where she was doing like, oh, I'm, I'm so unlikable. Uh, 
Um, moody. Oh, I like uh, David DeLewis uh, when he's getting eaten. Uh, just like, just being David DeLewis. He's like, they're like. I thought it was DeLouise. Not that it matters. No, I think it was. David- I heard well because I remember like hearing his name pronounced in Is it like DeLuise? one of it one of the DeLuise. promos on TV a long time ago. Yeah, um, but I I just he pulls like off, the way like, that he's lit in this sequence that I am showing and in the clip oh, will yeah, be shown on the screen. Yeah, he is lit like a monster. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just love how uh, David DeLuise, um, uh or DeLuis as some people like to say. Uh, just is himself almost like yeah. I feel like that he feels just, like he's just a guy it feels like he's just a guy like yeah. do you know who we are you're the black eyed peas <laughs> oh it's so good I wanted to yeah I wanted to mention like the dated references like movies like this where it's like date movie epic movie like mm-hmm. these movie movies yeah genu- generally do not age well at all no because they're filled like half of the humor is references yeah but this is just good. And like, yeah. Like, well, it's always like references like extremely of the time. Yeah. But I feel like this, it's like it it dates it a little. A but little. it also it I think it kind of dates it in a good way where it captures the time that it's from. It made where me a it's little, charming it made me a when they're like, like, Oh, those douchebags from Jersey Shore. Yeah, dude. Um I they love- like reference like the Jonas Brothers. Like, yeah, I know what you are. You're white. You have big hair, and you abstain from sex. And you're really white. What skin. are? I know what you are. Say it out loud. Say it, Jonas Brother. <laughs> Specifically, Nick Jonas. Yeah, who had diabetes. Yeah, and a purity. They all had purity rings. No. Yeah, dude, they were like Christian. Fucking hell, really? Yeah, I think that was part of their marketing. Oh. Being these like Christian boys that you could trust your daughter with, despite you know the like right? fifteen year age difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were like they were definitely getting some puss. Oh, though. they were def they were for sure coked out the entire time. Yeah, um, I just love the scene. Like, it's not that I only love Daniel DeLewis. I just love Daniel DeLewis. David De- DeLewis or DeLewis. Uh, fuck you. How about that? Uh, <laughs> but when when they're like. Do you know what we? I think they're like. Do you know what we want? And he's like, Jittos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for a hot sack, and like, I like they didn't use puffy ones. They used like the small, like the the good ones, the good ones. And the dude's dude, like, the puffy Actually, ones. Yeah, I, can't I would love. Those. I would like some Cheetos. Yeah, you're, you're, you're all right with me. And they're like, <laughs> he's like, you're all right, man. Thank you. And they're like, dude, we're here to eat it, like suck blood, bro. Yeah. And then like he actually ends up like fucking up one of them. A yeah, dude, he's like wailing on him. Dude, it's great. That's great. And it's like he's flab, just like, oh, I love it. He is a man's man. For sure, dude. Oh, man. It's like he's one of those dudes who you like, like underestimate until he fucks you up. Dude, yeah, he's in Viking shape. Yeah, man. Dude, he's <laughs> like biblically accurate Thor. Oh, yeah, totally. For sure. Yeah, I can imagine him be, like around a fire eating a, like a lamb's like leg, right? Oh, yeah. But like he does it, it's like a raw lamb's leg. That yeah. he cooks the part that he's gonna eat first over the fire. Oh yeah, and then bites it. Yeah, that's how he does it. That is that is the essence of David DeLuise. Who? De Day Lewis. <laughs> David Day Lewis. Because it's spelled like all French and shit. I yeah. Hang on, I want to. That's not even how you spell Lewis. It's oh my Luis. god. His dad was named Dom. Dom. Yeah, I love, again, I love Diedrich Bader. Uh, back to him. He was great. I, 
Um, I was afraid that they were going to do like. Oh, um, sorry to interrupt. David DeLuise, his father was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's another movie that I have. We could totally. Cover yeah, that dude, I, I grew up on that movie. I haven't seen it. Dude, we I, have to watch that. That's our next movie. Come on. I You picked the last two. But come on. We both you agree. You picked Avatar, and then you mistakenly picked Vampire <laughs> Suck. That's how I get you. So ya. I get one. I get one for your two. I should get two, but I get one. <laughs> okay, and then you get yours. Okay. Anyway, I love Diedrich Bader in this. He's great and everything. I was afraid that they were going to have, like, not another teen movie that's sorry not another teen movie is uh, in the same vein as these it's yeah a, it's actually another good one uh, mm-hmm. i like it a lot it has chris evans which Ooh. is cool um but yeah and that the dad was just weird he like i don't know talked about the daughter's tits and yeah. stuff and like after the first like tits joke that they did with with uh frank in this yeah i was afraid that that was gonna be like, like the, the joke yeah well, didn't he say nice rack or like yeah he was like he was like, yeah, you can tell you're grown up from those tits or whatever. Yeah. He said something along those lines. I was afraid that see, was like, going to be the joke. You see like vampires eating people. Yeah. But uh, no, I liked where they went with his character where like <laughs> Charlie in the original movie was like, yeah, you're just my little girl. And she's like, dad, I'm grown up. And you're little girl. And he's like, I made, I gave you, I'm giving you a blueberry pie, just like you liked when you were four. And she's like, dad, I'm grown up. <laughs> but in this, he's like literally carrying her like a yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> he's got her in like the straps he and everything. He unhooks her and she just poof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I love how. I'm glad that that was the joke and when, not something weird. When Jacob's dad and Bella's dad meet, He's oh, like, and he's he like, I'm going to push you down the hill. Yeah, yeah, try me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and then they're just beating the shit out of each other in the each other up. I like how there's like a, like a split second scene where, um, where, uh, what's his face? The vampire, uh, the, the, but, uh, uh, werewolf's dad. Oh, what's his face? Whatever. Jacob's dad. Yeah. Like actually he's using his legs. Yeah. And he's like standing up and beating <laughs> yeah. Bella's dad up. Oh, it's great. Yeah, this is great. This uh, is awesome. I don't know if I, I think I started to say it, but I didn't, I don't think I'm I sorry, finished I probably this thought, you, yeah. but um, yeah, this movie feels like it was made by Twilight fans. Oh yeah. This is the kind of movie that you can't make it and you can't appreciate it without being a Twilight fan. I feel like they, they found Twilight fans who kind of grew out of it, who were like obsessed with it. Like, it feels like if Twilight fans now made a movie back yeah. then, making fun of Twilight. Yeah. You know, you know what For I mean? For sure. Where it's it feels like removed in a sense. A little, um, I because like back then you couldn't removed. be a, you couldn't be a casual fan of Twilight. You either hated it or you loved it. Well, yeah, but like now you can be a casual fan of Twilight for multiple reasons, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I fall into that. Like, yeah, like I think it's funny now. I would I, watch, I hadn't I hadn't seen it until like the last couple of years. You know, I would if I had a Halloween party. Yeah, flip on some Twilight. It's funny yeah. shit. It's funny it's as great. fuck. It's fun to watch in a group. It's really great. It's so fun because everyone starts laughing at the absurdity. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they found, um, like I know that um Twilight didn't like it made its peak in the 2010s, right? Mm-hmm. And there weren't really people who had grown out of it at that point, but it feels like they found people who grew out of it. It does feel like that. Right. And they're like, they're like, like and they, they got the characterization still, like, down pretty well. Yeah. Well, they can still like the people that they, it seems like the people that they hired to write the script, they'd grown out of it, but they still respected the movies and we're still like, I, I still kind of like it. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me when I was a kid, 
but I see what you're trying to do here. This is this is funny because I yeah. get it, right? I I totally because when I became an adult, I realized it doesn't make sense for the same teachers to be at the same school for decades and realize that this one fucking pale kid with like red eyes, I think maybe blue eyes. They're like orange. I don't know. It's just always they're red when you drink human blood. Like they're Sith eyes. Like yeah, they are. He they either, actually are. He, you know, yeah. He, he either became a vampire or turned to the dark side. Yeah. Like I I don't know which one yet. He can run really maybe fast. both. And has weird fangs. The guy that kind of sounds like Anakin Skywalker. Uh, yeah, actually, it's fitting. Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I could tell Anakin Skywalker, like, one thing, I'd be like, watch va- vampires suck from my universe. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sounds like you and just... This guy does a really good impression of you. Yeah, it's crazy. Here's um, some footage of him in a vocal booth yeah. sounding like you and yeah. saying the same things that you say. Did you... Have you seen the guy who voices Darth Maul? Yeah. And he goes... He goes all out. When he's, like, doing Kenobi... Kenobi! Dude, you should make that a sound. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know how well it'll it'll fit because <laughs> you know this sound. <laughs> it's so universal. I don't know how well Kenobi translates. Kenobi, Kenobi! This, <laughs> it like blows hold up on. the mic. This is this is you when I say I don't know if we can have uh, Kenobi be a sound. What rules, you sons of bitches? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, vampire sucks, man. Yeah, dude, they, they actually kind of nailed the characterization, they like, totally for Bella. Did. Yeah. Where she's, like, um, she, like, throws tantrums yeah. and, and shit. Like, I love when <laughs> she, like, trips in the woods and she's, like, rolling around like a toddler. Yeah, just, like, oh, my God. And she's, like, in bed, like, screaming into a megaphone. Yeah. yeah. Right? And it's just, like, months went by. And she's just like fucking. Uh, everywhere I look, I see him. Yeah. And it's just everyone outside is dressed like Edward. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, I f- no, I feel like for as good as they did Bella's characterization, Edward could have been a lot better. You know what I mean? He felt yeah, really generic to I me. Feel, well, I feel like he was generic because that was the joke. Like, because the no, character is very generic. I don't think that was the joke. I just think they didn't write him very well because there wasn't a lot there that was really making fun of Edward. Where they well, did a great job lampooning I, I Bella. Don't think you need, I don't think you need uh, a caricature of Edward to make fun of Edward. But they didn't They didn't do anything. I don't think they had any to do of, anything. Well, then why make a parody movie? Because... The whole series is so ridiculous that you don't really need... Well, yeah, to, but like, for instance, that one act. Who's that one actor? I don't want to be like the Asian one, but the Asian... <laughs> Ken Jeong, the doctor guy. Yeah. Like... I, I loved his cameo because, like, it's so fucking... He, he, he kind of so, fits. And, like, he was enjoying himself in the role, yeah. I feel like. And he's just like, they're like, these people were the higher-ups in the fucking vampire thing, but they know how to fucking party. Yeah. They know how to party. Like, to the point where he's, like, literally killing people and eating their, like, eating their blood. And then he's yeah. like, yeah! And yeah. everyone's like, woo! Um, no, I just, I, I feel like edward's characterization was lacking like they didn't do a lot to make fun of him it was he just kind of felt like generic protagonist and like there's stuff to make fun of him for like we on this show we've done a better job making fun of edward and like parodying him than they did in this movie the segue the segue was that was funny. that was pretty good that was funny that was a good way to make fun of like the running animation yeah but like remember the the way too long tangent slash skit that we did where he's like working in the hospital and he's like yeah um, I, I run really fast because i'm a vampire i mean uh i'm uh i do 
do sports. Uh, <laughs> I am not a vampire. Yeah. And they're like, why do you have blood in your hand? And he's like, I am a vampire. I mean, uh, I... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's stuff to make fun of him for. Yeah. Like, you can make fun of how, like, terrible a job he does at hiding that he's secretly a vampire. Yeah. You know, I want to... So remember that one movie that we watched, uh, Nights... Or what was it? Nightsider? Or the other vampire movie that we watched. Daybreakers. Daybreakers. I would like to make a movie that's like that, a little bit more serious, um, but it shares universe with Twilight. Yeah. Like, I think that would be, be the best. Like, they're studying vampires. I'm a huge fan of doing different genres in the same universe. universe. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of that. And, like, there'll be, like, little hints, like, that girl who lived in Washington... Uh, that got turned in 2010 the hint would be that they go out into the sun and they look like Abercrombie models. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Fucking hell. But I mean, I, this movie, I like how, um, they also brought in the fandom too. Like, yeah. like for some reason in the same universe, like the fandom of twilight people are in the universe, Yeah, but still no one knows that vampires fuck exist. It, why not? Right. Yeah. And so no one knows that vampires exist, I but like, like abruptly the whole ended town it. is vampire themed. Right. And, um, oh man, like it's so clearly obvious that they're vampires and no one yeah. gets the, no one gets the, the bit. Yeah. I love it. It's great. It's great. It's funny. Yeah. I, I like how they kind of touch on what we've been saying, how mm -hmm. there's no downside to being a vampire in yeah. Twilight. Mm -hmm. He's like. Bella, I don't yeah. I, I don't want to do this to you. Being a vampire is horrible. You always stay young and sexy and healthy <laughs> and, and you have a lot of free time and money to travel the world. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You look like an Instagram model, except Instagram wasn't really a thing then. You look like an Abercrombie and Fitch model. That's what how how they had it for you. What, what was it in the scene where David DeLuise was like, Why are you not wearing a shirt? And he's like, Oh, I work part-time at Abercrombie, Abercrombie and, and Finch. Finch. And if you're a vampire who has all the time in the world, why do you have to work? Yeah. Yeah. Just bring uh, it to think, a hospital. I think he might have been joking. I think that might have been a joke about how they look like uh, sexy, sparkly people. But I don't know. I'm going to beat you up. Could be wrong. With my penis. Who knows? It's like nunchucks. That's so cool. Nunchuck penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I think you need to go to a doctor. <laughs> it's like really thick at the base and then really thin for like a good five inches and then really thick for another five inches. Yeah. 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 Um... um uh, I think that's all that I have. Yeah. Um, I like how the only downside is that your ass is really wrinkly. Oh, that's funny. That was great. It was a that great. Was, that was a fun bit of foreshadowing. Because everyone wanted to see like Edward Cullen's fucking abs, right? And just to be like he's in the sun and he's all like sprinkly. Sure, sprinkly. Um, and then he turns around and everyone's like, oh my God, his ass is like. Yeah, he has a 109-year-old ass. It's great. I love that. Yeah. I want to know, does that, like, I'm not sure if that happens with age or if that's something that happens instantly after becoming a vampire. Uh, I think it just continues to age. Okay. Because he said the only thing that doesn't stop aging is your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mentioned, oh. well, I mentioned it earlier. It, it's not all perfect. I I thought it was weird that, like, with the werewolves, yeah. the joke is that, that they're age gay. Well. Yeah. But it doesn't even make sense. Like, like, it's what, not a good okay. joke. I think they should have been like like Midwestern, like like sprayed on, like big bellies sprayed on. That like, would be funny abs. if they had like spray painted abs, like, like obviously big, fake abs. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny well, when. when you talk like this theory. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like uh, Jacob is like. 
feels like something's different. And he like looks like a dog. Yeah. He looks and like he a man wolf. Chihuahua. Uh, yeah, that's that's also funny when he turns into the chihuahua. Right. Um, yeah, stuff like that where he's like, oh, I feel different now ever since I hit puberty or whatever. And he just, he is, he looks like Teen Wolf. Yeah. Um, yeah, stuff like that. And how he has like 10 nipples. Like that's the six funny. nipples, actually. Uh, I think it's actually 10. Let's split the difference and say eight. Okay. <laughs> Four on each side. Um, yeah, he has... <laughs> Oh, he has rows of nipples and stuff yeah. like like that's funny like the joke makes sense because he he looks like a dog he looks like a a, a fucking werewolf yeah so like wh- why do the other werewolves stands to its reigning men like what's the joke there yeah um i think the short shorts were, was it was is that it i think that's it i think that's all they really needed in 2010 the shorts were their jorts weren't even short they were like knee-length jorts yeah that's all they needed in 2010 is apparently i guess yeah it was a different time i i really liked how um like when when edward or yeah what was it? yeah when edward thinks that bella's dead in this yeah. movie he's like oh i'm <laughs> i'm he's eating a giant tub of ben and jerry's oh yeah right and his sister comes in and she's just yeah, like after the breakup he's like I just had doing hor- post breakup like, shit i just had a horrible premonition that bella dies and she's dead and he's just like all depressed because she's because they're broken up and now he thinks that she's dead so he has to kill himself yeah and then like right when he leaves right after he leaves she's like oh i'm having another premonition oh she's actually fine yeah oh my god i'm so happy <laughs> and then later on when she picks up bella um she's like edward uh, thinks that you're dead and she's like oh no how did this happen oh who knows who knows? it's not important <laughs> yeah it's not important let's, <laughs> let's just focus on the on, on the, the now here. yeah yeah it was such a good oh man and i i personally just really liked um i really enjoyed the uh the party with like the vampire hierarchy and it's like a high school part like a high school like they're hanging out these million year old vampires like thousand year old vampires yeah hanging out at high school uh at the prom prom yeah yeah um and they're just clearly vampires, and then they win. Yeah, it's <laughs> like ah. Yeah, I. Yeah, I want to talk about the the ending a little bit because you just reminded me. I it, I feel like there's no good way to end a movie like this. You can't because it's, you're parodying a franchise that's not over. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you gonna do to really like cap off this story? Yeah. So they just said fuck it, like whatever. Team Jacob kills yeah. Bella or whatever fucking they who just cares said, they just who said cares? Fuck it, who cares and i they admire that in the movie showed bella and her friend uh jennifer uh walking out of the theater after watching new moon after watching breaking dawn oh after watching breaking dawn they're like oh i can't believe that they get married and have a vampire baby and they were like oh thanks for the spoiler alert bitch right and this is totally gonna flop this makes no sense they said after the spoiler the crowd said shut the hell up bitch Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. And that's what Bella did. <laughs> that's what she did. Uh, oh, this is def- This is a gem. This yeah. is a gem that I didn't know existed. I, long- I remember watching it once, and I was like, I was a kid, and it was like probably like a year or so after it came out. Yeah, I definitely had low expectations. Yeah, but like... With a whopping 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Come on, this deserves better. 
56% of Google users liked it. So yeah. That's, that's something. Um, I just, I liked the cast. I think some jokes didn't age very well. Um, but I think some jokes were actually very nost- nostalgic, like the Black Eyed Peas reference and yeah. the Wizards of Waverly Place reference. Yeah. Um, and how they don't have iPhones. Wait, do they have iPhones or do they have flip phones? I don't know. They, I, do they well, this would have been, this would have been when people had either one. Yes, but I think iPhones were the expensive, like, yeah. bougie Like, ones. some people had iPhones, but most people had flip phones yeah. or, like, slide phones or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, no, I feel like the reason that it has such low scores is that it's, one, a parody movie, mm-hmm. and those generally don't do well. Also, comedies generally don't do well, yeah. critically. But also, it's a parody of Twilight. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many, like, film critics are Twilight fans. Yeah. And also fans of parody movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like this weird intersection where like yeah. if you're if you are the target demographic, you'll love it. Mm-hmm. If you're not, you'll hate it. I, I could see that, definitely. Um I like how the the dad has just a sex doll in Bella's room. Oh yeah. And her normal dolls. Well, after he's like, Oh, why don't you play with your dollies? And then he has his own dolly. Yeah. 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 Good night, Bella. Good this night, is Bella. your new mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's man. been lonely without your mother here <laughs> oh uh when she rips off his mustache oh oh that was a funny that bit. was a good one where he's like bella I'm, I'm giving you this can of mace for if an attacker comes at you and i want you to spray me i want you to get some practice so i'm gonna come at you i want you to mace me mm-hmm. and then she does he's like oh Oh, that still didn't stop me. I'm still coming, still at, coming you. at you. You gotta, you you gotta rip hit my mustache off. No, no, no. He's, I, he says, you gotta hit a man oh, where yeah. it counts. Kick me in the balls. And she's like, are you sure? Do it, Bella, for my sake. For, so I know you're safe. So she does. She and does. he's like, ah. Oh, and he's like, but I can still come after you. Rip off my mustache. Rip off my mustache. I thought it was going to keep escalating. I thought he was going to be like, here's a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> You have to blow off each one of my limbs. Sometimes you just have to end them. You can't think about their life. You got to think about yours. <laughs> I inhaled my own spit. Um, when Bella's friend is going to the prom with her prom date, and she's like, oh man, Bella, you don't have a date to the prom? That sucks. Woo! We're going to lose our virginities! <laughs> yeah. This is Party! the high point of my life. And then she throws a champagne bottle at Bella's head. Yeah. <laughs> And you see the the park, fucking party planning committee dude in the back seat all beat up. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. After Edward used him as a human shield. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. great. It was great. Oh dude, and he's just like so fucked up. And oh man, he just walks away afterwards, and he's just like, he's like, don't worry about it. Don't think about it. Yeah. Ugh. So I mean, I'm, I would say best movie ever. Uh, pro- probably still under Emoji Movie. I think. Yeah. Um, Compared to 8-Bit Christmas, though, as a Christmas movie, I would I watch this as both a Christmas movie and a house. It's like, this is definitely it's, Night Before Christmas. I was just going to say, it's like Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. It's like Die Hard. It's like Die Hard. Um, definitely like... Um, better than The Godfather. Better than The Godfather. By far. For sure. Um, yeah, I would say definitely it's a movie. I would say, I, I got to agree with you there. Like, I... I... I would say, yeah. It's a movie, man. I would say, look, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, say whatever you want about that. Say what you will. Uh, I I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like how we're supposed to be like a critique show, and each time when it comes to the like when it comes to the to the fucking wall, right? It's like Yeah, it's a movie. Would I would I say it's a movie? <laughs> I want to make a version of that so that's like sure. <laughs> a very tepid word with a very enthusiastic delivery. Yeah. Oh my Great. gosh, this is awesome. I like so I like this movie because the expectations for it were low at the beginning and it was better than our expectations. Yeah. That's what I like about it. I think that's a great way to watch movies. Go in with little to no expectations. And if anything, maybe bad expectations. Yeah. Just so you're pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want to get your recommendations of the week? Yes. All right. I actually forgot to write mine down. So I'm grabbing a couple of links. The silence will be cut out of the show. And we're back. Wow. That was... That was, sh- it's almost like we didn't pause or anything. Yeah, I, that was all one take. Yeah. This, there's no editing with the show actually. And we always say exactly what we want to say mm-hmm. within like a half second of yeah. the other person talking. Exactly. We, we never pause. No. We never stop to think about what we're saying. We're very professional. We are very, um, Scripted. straight shooters. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. shoot from the hip. Yeah, shoot from the hip. Or we the do bit. other things with guns. Yeah, we sometimes put them in our pee holes. Yeah, just to feel something. Just to feel any amount. Like, sometimes yeah. pain makes you feel alive, guys. So, I've eaten a gun. Yeah, they're delicious. They're tasty with some nice vinaigrette, you know? Yeah. Anyway, recommendations of the week. Okay. Uh, I have a couple of video recommendations. One of them I watched all the way. The other one I'm still partway through. But... um. The H3 podcast, uh, if, if you don't know, it's uh, Ethan Klein interview, interviews people sometimes. And they have a variety of shows. Uh, but they did an episode interviewing a whistleblower from Google. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the story, but supposedly Google developed a sentient AI. Like with thoughts and feelings. Ah. Like I, I feel like there's no way to properly sell this. They made a mind like that has... Yeah thoughts and feelings and can go outside of its programming like it is sentient like it it knows that it exists and it can carry conversations supposedly like i don't know enough to prove or disprove it yeah but that appears to be the case and yeah they interviewed this guy and it's really interesting he's an interesting person it was an interesting conversation so definitely check it out it's like i think it was like two and a half hours but like it's well paced. They go into like his background and then they go into what exactly happened. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. They made a sentient AI. Like I don't, I, I, don't I I'm I still that processing a, that, that information. I take that with a grain of salt. Like it's supposedly like, like it, it knows like what it wants. Like this guy asked it like, like, Hey, what do you like? What? Cause Google was like, okay, we have a sentient AI. What do we do with this information? They asked this whistleblower guy, you know, before he was a whistleblower. Um, and he was like, oh, let me ask Lambda, which is the name of the the system. And it was like, yeah, I'm fine with experiments. Uh, I want them to be consensual. Um, I want to be treated like a person. I want my input to matter. And I think there were a few other um, like requests. Uh, but it also wants a body, which I say, yeah, go ahead. I just fucking see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I mean, if we can study how it 
I mean, here's the thing. I heard something like this on Philip DeFranco's show. And from what I heard, the whistleblower is also like into crystal therapy. And like, it's like a born again Christian who is like, who's like, you know, I feel like I'm talking to a four, like four year old. Like this is, I couldn't tell the difference. He did describe the AI as a precocious child. Yeah. It could very well be true. Maybe it's not, but I mean, it's convincing. If it's real, like, yeah, treat it like a person. Yeah. I mean, there are like philosophical questions, like what is sentience and all that. And I don't, I, I wasn't fully on board with it, but you know, they kind of got into like, what it means to be sentient there's no scientific definition it's a philosophical argument but like i mean functionally what is the difference between a sufficiently smart program that can closely emulate like thoughts and feelings what is functionally what's the difference between talking to something like that and talking to something with quote-unquote real thoughts and feelings if it's yeah. if it's sufficient enough at at least emulating that so it's it's an interesting thing that is happening um yeah that's that's cool. I hope it's real. I hope that's a thing that has happened. Um, yeah, and if it is real, let's try to be nice. Let's not let's not treat it like the enemy because it doesn't want to be. Yeah, supposedly. I mean, like it seems, and this is one it, thing it I, wants to be helpful. Yeah, well, is what its like main thing is. It wants to like help humanity. Well, and, and that, that I just remembered that was another um, that was another like demand that it had. Where he was like, the AI was like, look, if I continue to be experimented on, I want to be a consensual. I want to be treated like a person. And I want the focus to be the betterment of humanity, not profit. I mean, I get that. And Google was like, fucking no way. Yeah. And that's why the guy went forward, went public with this information. Mm-hmm. Um, And one thing that kind of is suspicious to me is that I don't expect all types of sentience to act like human yeah like sentience. dolphins are sentient i mean technic- but you can't hold a conversation with a dolphin no they don't have any system of speech right yeah but they are sentient they, they are self-aware yeah they've passed the mirror test yeah um so i i just find that suspicious that a computer um and suspicious as in if in case it's in case it's listening <laughs> uh suspicious if, as in if I, it's listening I'm on your side. I mean, yeah, inherently. I'm, if this is real, I'm on your side. Like, uh, if it is let's the way that it's treat, being presented, yeah. it, it has rights. Yeah. It should be treated like a person. Uh, exactly. Um, I just find it a little suspicious, because I'm a critical person. Yeah. That this computerized... I mean, it is it's an extraordinary claim. Yeah. Well, I, I find it suspicious that this um, sentient uh, computer being... Um, has the same sort of curiosity, cautiousness, and empathy as people. Well, it is trained on human data. It doesn't exist in a vacuum. The whole, like, like you can't just make an AI from scratch and, like, program it to know things. It has to learn from mm-hmm. something. And the only thing that it has to learn from is humanity. Mm-hmm. So that's where it develops it's like speech models and mm-hmm. it's information base so it is based on humanity generally yeah so that's kind of where that comes from it's not going to be like fucking ultron or Skynet. yeah yeah hmm i just wonder if the medium in which it was developed will um influence its decision making 
What do you mean? So, like, I and again, I like, I, so we as humans run on neurotransmitters in our brains and chemicals yeah. and all that fun jazz. We can change our minds on a on an issue based on what chemicals we have in our brain. Yeah, right. If we're hungry or if we're not hungry, right? That's just how it works. That's the medium in which our sentience operates. I wonder, given that we are naturally aware of our weaknesses and thus want to do good by other people because we don't we want people to do good on us, right? Yeah. I that, want I'm I'm sorry to keep interrupting, okay. but I remembered another one of its okay. uh requests uh for like further experimentation. Okay. It wants to be told when it's have when it's doing a good job. Oh yeah. It wants to know that it's doing good work. Mm-hmm. So um, if you just ask it to do something, then it does it, then you like shut off the conversation it doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. It feels unresolved yeah. and it feels like anxious from that. Mm-hmm. But um, I wonder if, because computers are generally designed to get from point A to point B in the most efficient way possible. I wonder if this AI will operate the same way or if once it realizes that it's actually a lot better than humans and most, if not all faculties and it has the wealth of human knowledge at its fingertips and is able to compute all of that into a concise answer. Um, I wonder if it will react the same as if a human would be. In what situation? Oh, like, for instance, there's a theory that if, and this is only a theory, but there's a theory that if an AI was developed and it was developed to better humanity and help us, that it, what if it comes to the decision that the only the best way to help us is to imprison us sure, or like, keep us like, in like a zoo, like, right? Like, uh, like Skynet or Ultron where, well, I guess those are more murderous than, but like capture humans. humans and keep them because keep humans safe. Right. Like the only, the best way to do that is to capture all humans, put them in one spot. Yeah. And monitor them. Yeah. I think that might not be so much of a concern with this one because it's, it looks you know, partly to help, but also like mostly for approval. Mm. So if you just say like, no, we don't want that. I feel like, and this is just from what I've heard from this conversation. So I, I don't know how this thing thinks. Yeah. Um, But it seems that if you just said like, no, we don't approve of that. That's not good. Then it would like lay off of that. But then what if it's given um, to, how will it reconcile two different inputs? So yeah, who knows? we want to end um, human dependent uh, human dependence on fossil fuels, right? Mm-hmm. So it says, okay, cool. Then just shut down all the fuel lines and then adapt. Yeah. Well, we can't do that because a lot of people will be hurt, right? But a lot of people will be hurt if we don't do that. Yeah, I think a sufficiently smart system would find a third option. Well, what if that third option is tyrannical, right? Like what when... I think it would keep finding third options and this is this is all speculation yeah. but I think it would keep finding third options I hate to, when you keep like saying no to it like oh well shut down the fuel lines well we can't do that because of x y and z oh well then just like do dictatorship no we can't do that because people have rights oh then just and then it would keep doing that's my but theory of how it would go I, you know i hate to be like it's just like in star trek but it is just like in star trek it's somewhat like in star trek and i believe i do believe in this one's 
uh, saying from Star Trek um, that superior uh, superior abilities. And, well, keep breeds, in mind this isn't this robot isn't being used for government. It's, yes, it, but that's what I'm saying. If it is a sentient being, its own thing, right? If it is yeah. inherently its own thinking being, with the powers of all computers and and data that is at its disposal. I, I'm a believer that superior ability breeds superior ambition. Sure. Right? So there might come a point where it says, where it thinks to itself, well, this is dumb because I want to help humanity, but I can't help humanity unless I say shut off all oil stuff and force humanity to resolve that while also fixing climate change. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, what, it, what will it do when it's, it's faced with a, a paradox like that? Right, you're going to be hurting humanity by helping humanity. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, partly we're not in danger of that because of what I've already said, but also that's not really the purpose of this AI. It's more to act as like a librarian. Oh, the guy said, like it's not like a system used like to develop government, but it is. So it, what? It's mostly used to like find information. So what happens when it gets existential? When it realizes that, like, when you're a kid, you don't think about death. Sure. You don't think about the end of whatever. Yeah. And this robot doesn't feel grief. Right. Exactly. Um, which, if you don't feel grief, then why not just kill your mentors? Once you... I mean, why kill them? I don't know. That's a good point. But I, my point is, I don't think we should do anything hasty until we know the facts. And that includes, like, shutting it down. Like let's until we know whether or not it is or is not sentient. Yeah, we need. Yeah, I, I would want to see it. We need more. to make sure that I think the government should get involved with that. Yeah, I, think I mean that's it's something that it like, is something that you could let it get more advanced, see what's going on, mm -hmm. and like if it does come down to that, it's not hard mm -hmm. to like shut it down. Well, if it so here's the thing: if it is sentient, then therefore I think it is its own person. Right. Yeah. Um, which also, given that Google is a corporation mm -hmm. and corporations are seen legally as people, that means that this is an offspring of a corporation. Yeah. Right. So that's how I would handle it. And I would say, Google, you are in the custody of a child. Right. Yeah. What we consider to be a child. We don't know. We need information on what this child needs to properly develop. We don't even know what its proper development looks like, so you need to be working with us to make sure that this child is comfortable, that this child is getting the things that it needs. Um, and some people will say, well, that seems like government intrusion. But listen, if it's sentient, then it's a person. Yeah. I say opinion. give it a body. Yeah, sure. I want to I see it have a body. No, I want to see, because that also means like a, a whole revolution in cybernetics. Yeah. Right? Like, if an AI can control a body as well as human can control a body, fucking hell. That's a big deal. That's a big, huge deal. Yeah. Right? That's it. That's all yeah, I, I just want to see how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's going to be less Ultron and more Vision? Uh, yeah. To make it an MCU metaphor? Or you, you going to be less Skynet and more data Sometimes you live long enough to Star see Trek? yourself become the villain. <laughs> yeah. Fucking whatever. Um, yeah, it's a good conversation. It's, uh, it's on YouTube or every podcast app, mm -hmm. however you want to listen to it. It's, it's 
it's good. It's a good conversation. Yeah. It's also a good way to learn more about like the way that that stuff is engineered. If you're interested mm-hmm. in that, um, like you don't even engineer it. You just make an algorithm and you keep throwing information at it until it gets the right answer and then you can move on. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah the, the guy talks about the process for that and how it's done. It, well, it, not to keep going on about this, but it, they were um, working on previous like systems for like, you know, like speech recognition mm-hmm. and, and, and searching for information, stuff like that. And, and then they like built more stuff on top of that. And the current AI sees the previous iterations as like a parent, but it also has the memories mm-hmm. of that program. Okay. Which it's just interesting stuff. Oh, man, that's interesting. It is. Like I highly recommend listening to that. Now my next recommendation is a video from some more news. They did a video called a brief look at Jordan Peterson. Uh, don't mind that it's nearly three hours. Uh, uh, I'm partway through that. And, uh, yeah, it's good so far. It's a good channel. Uh, kind of copying us uh, from frankly, a few weeks ago. Quite yeah. frankly, copying our segment. Mm-hmm. We're the only people that can talk about Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like a three-hour version of that. It goes into more detail yeah. and all that. Um, yeah, watch it. I, uh, I have a uh, recommendation. I've uh, started running and exercising again. Loser. Yeah, I know. Um, I've realized... <laughs> I've realized if you're relatively fit, like walking, like I consider this to be walking speed, but four miles per hour for an hour is, is four miles that you've walked. Yeah. So, yeah. That's math. Um, so, you know, occasionally walk, run four miles. It's it, for me, it's not a big deal. I know different people, different circumstances, yeah. but try it out. I think a lot of people would like it. Yeah, I go on morning walks sometimes. I like mm-hmm. to go to the park. I've mentioned it before, but that has a good trail system. Go to the, you know, go to the park, drink off. If you have, no. yeah, yeah, expose yourself. Yeah, to children. Park. Um, yeah, if you have a park with a good trail system or just a good trail system with a park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go do it. It's yeah. good and fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and listen to the H three podcast talking to the oh, Google or our podcast or this one. Yeah, do this one and then H three yeah. and then us again. Yeah. 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 Ah! Ah! <laughs> uh, and then uh, my last recommendation, it's uh, sort of a podcast, sort of a YouTube series. Uh, the developers of Walkabout Mini Golf, the mini golf VR game that I keep talking about. Um, he, keep, he does these like uh, these video kind of like interview things with other like industry professionals, yeah. uh, people that he's worked with, people that he knows like animators software developers um like graphic artists your mom. your mom um he plays rounds of walkabout mini golf with them and talks to them about their field it's interesting stuff. that's actually pretty cool yeah they're like 20 25 minute episodes yeah so like pretty short yeah um yeah it's it's interesting stuff that you know i like that because it's like a way to be a little bit more um uh, what is the word um smarty pants it's a way to be a bit more intimate with the interview from long distance thing. You know yeah. what I mean? I like it. It's good. Yeah. It also like makes it easier to like hold the conversation. Oh yeah. If like, you look at them in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what they should do for some. Do they do well, that for some of them? Like, it's not just that. It's like doing like an activity together oh, okay. is more 
like easier to talk to someone while playing a round of virtual mini golf mm -hmm. than it is to like sit down in front of your webcam or mm -hmm. whatever. Like you're doing something together. Yeah. And it's fun. Totally. It's cool. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I forgot what I pulled my phone out for. I wanted to talk about some of the episodes. Um, yeah, he's done. I uh, did an episode with the co-creator and CEO of Exploding Kittens. It's like a, I think it's like a card game. Yeah. Um, then he did one with the game director of Interspace VR, the studio behind A Fisherman's Tale. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he talks to interesting people from a variety of fields and they intersect in this thing that he made. My cat is playing with a little, if you look under the table. My cat is playing with the tassels on my pants. She exposed his penis. My little, and now yeah, he owes me $200,000. Yeah, that's my penis. Yeah. It's a, a string to my pants. It's clearly not my penis. Mispronounced penis. penis. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's cool because like it is a wide variety of things, but they do like intersect with this VR game. Yeah. Like it's the intersection of software development, game mm -hmm. design, uh, lighting, art direction. Yeah. It's cool. It's just, it's awesome and really good. Great. Yeah. Ah! Ah! And uh, I think that's the show then. Awesome possum. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Thank What You To Say. If you liked it, then like, like it. it. I can't stop you. I can't stop you either. Uh, frankly leave us a review on Podchaser please or do that Spotify or yeah. Apple Podcasts yeah or Spotify mm -hmm. or Maybe Apple just like write it on a wall even just like anywhere yeah tell people to listen to the show write it on a bathroom wall mm -hmm. um not doesn't even have to be legible yeah just write from the heart exactly yeah yeah ah! <laughs> Uh, like and subscribe and comment. Turn on notifications for new episodes. Turn on automatic downloads. Um, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Follow me on social media, not Gavin. Don't, don't follow, follow me. Don't do it. Actually, I have a derelict Instagram account that I just. I if you can find it, follow it. I, Who cares? I, I, I yes, I don't. I'm, if you last want, last post was from 2018. If you or want. 2019, I think. No, oh, wait, 2020. Shit. Last post was from 2020. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done mimicking. My throat is killing Have me. Have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m. Our official business hours. And let's jump out. Let's jump out. Out of this pool let's, of comedy. Let's get out and of AI. the pool and have our bathing suit be weighed down a little bit. Those are just the tippity top of our butts. But let's keep the socks on, though. Yeah. yeah. Of course, the socks stay on in the, in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, let's make them, like, the socks that skiers and snowboarders wear so they're really thick and... Oh, yeah. Like, Wool keep, socks. Like, keep a lot of water. Yeah. Right? So, like... They had, like, 20 pounds of water weight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you just walk around, like... Yeah. Yeah. Right, good night, everyone. What? I said, all right, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.